roughly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic check on the record albums is their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically by your fire we want you to smoke the real thing. One of the smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it. Some people call it reefer because we refer to it in just that manner. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn, how are we on the Adam Dunn show and Adam ain't done yet? The show just started. Hold up, people. It, it is true. It is true. I'm never, I am never done. That's that's, that's the what one, I'm saying. So the how's one. it called Adam Dunn? It's like we just started the interview. I'm like, damn, the man just introed it and then shut it down at the same time. Shut it I'm down. I'm Adam and it's done. Exactly. That's it. Period. <laughs> Wonderful for you tuning in. It was a hot three seconds and we're great. <laughs> I am here with Bushwick Bill live in the flesh. That's right. Adam Dunn is here with Bushwick Bill live in the flesh. That's and we, right. And we got Mr. Uh, that means I'm running around your city streaking. Whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> then we got Adam whiplash in the damn building because if there's something going on on the other side of the street, he's definitely going to look at whiplash. <laughs> and we got um, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy and, two times. Only said things once. <laughs> and, one, and somewhere in the building. We got Spice Boogie in the damn building. Yeah, you know I mean, it's going dope. down. So, so be prepared for Spice One to come through and let you know what time it is. Word. Yeah. And of course, I'm yours truly, but for Bill, too short for a long conversation. I haven't stopped talking yet. Okay, Roger that. <laughs> yeah, we don't. It, we definitely uh, only need one one guest today. I think because Bushwick, you're the you're, you're yes. I have fire. multiple personalities. I have schizophrenia, frania, schizes, and schizes that haven't made into the frame yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> so so let's start with the, let's start with the most obvious question what the hell are you here for let's start with a more obvious question why are you short my daughter just asked me that today she's five years old and she's like daddy why are you short i said because god made me this way she said no no why are you short i said because god made me this way she's like what do you mean i was like father guy heavenly guy up there made me say oh the guy from church. <laughs> she just figured it out. When I say God made me, she think it's the guy from church, the pastor. <laughs> so, yeah. So, for all of you out there that don't know why I'm short, God and my parents had a part in it. And I refuse to pardon them because it's not a crime for me to be this cool. <laughs> Adam Dunn, what else do you want to ask me? Because I know you ain't done yet, Adam. What's up, yo? What's up, man? What's up? I am not done. I am not done. So you got whiplash in the building, yo. Exactly. And we got Jimmy two times, only says it one time. You better get it right. First time. And and March twenty second is the date, right? Because yes, yes, it's it's today. And today is it's today. Hey, if you don't know that Herman has a hideaway, that the hideaway is at the Herman, and that the Spice and the Bushwick is there because we're hiding away with the Herman, and the Herman got the hideaway, and we're in the den because it's got the fur, and you, you, I just went through the corridor in Colorado, and I'm here at Denver. Yo! I'm at the Adam Dunn Show. I'm going to be at Herman's hideaway. So if you want to be a castaway with me, you do not have to look for Gilligan. Just look for Bushwick Bill at Herman's hideaway. <laughs> 
I'm outrageous. I'm sorry. I don't have no mental capital. I don't know when to stop. You definitely, you definitely, uh, you definitely got a good flow uh, for a show, my friend. Because uh, you, you, you like seems like you know, there's people like that. They are you like yourself. They're a show twenty four seven. And you got to be. You know, if uh, and there's other people who, you know, obviously can't relate. And there's other people who just, you know, see see the. The, the fact that you're just you know, I, mean, I love the fact I don't know I'm blown away already put it that way yeah I mean they just had to understand the reason why we on this show is because there's there's holistic healing in, in cannabis I mean there's more than one purpose for the, the plant yeah tell me tell me yeah. uh, tell me your connection on cannabis because well I'm Jamaican first and foremost I was going to say you're born in Jamaica so that just makes it automatic yeah, but right? no but the crazy part is you would think because you're Jamaican like every Jamaican smokes weed it's not true oh. most Jamaicans make herb tea like if you have a cold they, they take the plant and they boil it mm-hmm. with um with mint with the mint tree leaf Sure. And the marijuana, they, they, they put it inside of a pot and boil it. And when you drink that tea, when you go to sleep and wake up, you actually throw up the root of the cold that is in your chest. Right, right. So that, that way you are completely over the cold in 24 hours. Yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, I mean, so that's that's what I, I know about it because I, I used to have bronchial asthma bad when I was a kid. And, and you know, and herb tea cured me every time because I wouldn't be able to breathe for weeks. You know what I mean? So, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's like literally... When you when you're when I was younger and reading about cannabis and I was seeing all the medicinal qualities of it, it was kind of like it was there. I read about it because I read a lot of literature, but it didn't seem to, you know, register for anybody until the last you know 15 years or so, where it's like now kind of like becoming a normal thing. Like in 2001, you know, 2002, hardly anybody heard of CBD. But you know, we like the first they did, but they refused to because if you heard of anything called herbal extract, that is CBD. Yeah, it's all, it's all, and it's even better because it's got all everything inside instead mm-hmm. of because that's, that that is the problem right now. And I think with think about it, right? Like like herb tea. How long have we heard the word herb tea since since we were born? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when like Christopher Columbus, right? They talked about he came to America. He had herbs and spices. Um, mm-hmm. King Solomon in the Bible, they said the Queen of Sheba brought him herbs and spices. I mean, think about it. If right. the herb is a spice, why is it herb and spice? But then again, that, that's just me. That's why I, no. I smoke a lot of herbs because my name is Spice. There you go. Spice Boogie is in the building, yo. Yeah. One eight seven five. What up, Spice? <laughs> What's up? Welcome. Blah, blah. Yeah, man. You know, I, I agree with I agree with everything you know that everybody is saying about marijuana. I love it. I smoke it. All day, every day. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy because, like, uh, growing up, I was always feeling like I was kind of on the, you know, I knew I was on the wrong side of the law, but I knew I was on the right side of, like, uh, nature, you know, right, the right, right side right. of my head, basically, yeah. the right side of myself, you know, because it was like, just naturally, I went for cannabis. I didn't drink when I was younger. I drank later, but when I was, like, 16, 17, 18, I thought, no, you know what I mean? I'm just doing to be weed, and, I, and, I, and it was kind of, like, formulative because... Then I moved to uh, Australia, and it was over, you know, because you can't not drink in Australia. The whole whole thing is crazy because, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm I'm mistaken or not, but did they say uh, either, was it George Washington or somebody used was using uh, Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Franklin. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. It was all used in Washington. All the the founding fathers, because they recognized it as a... As like the buffalo. As a matter of fact, I agree with you because Mm -hmm. our founding fathers were so cool with with cannabis that, guess what? The the law of independence is written on a cannabis. Yeah, yeah. It was was literally like, it was kind of like the, the, 
the way you look at computers now, right? Because everything was made out of paper then. Yeah. So paper made power, and paper was what you wrote things down on, and you like that was where the documents were. The documents were was worth money, and it always is like that. It's either paper, you know, like a piece of paper could be worth a lot of money, right? It could be worth depending on yeah. what's written on it. <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. and it's just paper at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's just a matter of everybody agrees this is worth this much, mm-hmm. and sometimes it blows your mind when you see stacks of paper, and you know you're just looking at it, and it's like weird. With, yeah. Some people never see money in like large amounts, but when you see large amounts of money, whether it be for performing or just somebody dealing or whatever it is, you see how much uh, work is involved just by the shape of it. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? If it's I'm, really clean, you know, the guy's I, just, it's easy. Yeah. And if it's all beat up and, you know, I think they can, um, you know, they can, st- you know, help the, the, the rainforest or whatever they're killing all of the trees they can just do do the grow to hemp and and then use that for everything sure why don't they just do that well that's the thing is right now they are realizing it because it's weird too because it took cannabis to make hemp legal which is like the opposite it should have been been but now all of a sudden they're like oh yeah this hemp shit's pretty good too and once they get really behind it and start putting money behind it it's going to be balls out because you can do everything. You can make tables. You can make I mean, all sorts. Anything but, that's but like, just, just think about it. But just think about it. I mean, the cannabis has been used for everything, including paintings, and those and the paper lasts longer than yeah, the regular. regular like, a lot of all, almost in in Holland because that was where I was living for a long time. It's kind of funny because they don't understand their own culture, right? They have, they do, but they kind of hide it. Like if you go to their museums. Everything says natural or flax or whatever. But you're like, no, nope, this is made out of hemp. And I went to a lot of the museums and walked around and said, this is hemp, this is hemp, this is hemp, this is hemp. And the, me and the owner. But they're right when they call it natural. Now. And they just say natural. and They don't want to say the word hemp. And you're like, you know, just the don't want to say the word hemp. in Holland, they have all these um, windmills, right? The windmills are yeah. mostly, they were hemp mills. So they were making right. hemp to make rope, to make the rope, to make the ships, to make the ships, to go get the shit and go. So it was like kind of like the most crucial part, and yet they uh, kind of don't really talk about it, which is weird because, you know, when you base everything on, uh, like, fortune back then, it was whatever they could get, you know what I mean? And they had to get it by ship. Yeah. So it, was, so it was weird. Hemp was, like, the most crucial part, and yet people kind of, like, you know, that's hardly mentioned. Now, right. they know hemp is important or else in every city across the United States, they wouldn't have a place called Hempstead. Hempstead. Oh, there's hemp everything. Right? Yeah, yeah there's a Hempstead in every city. What is what is Hempstead? It's just like a homestead. It's where they would actually grow the plants, but they don't want to tell you that. Oh, okay. It's probably where they were trading it or it yeah. was, the, you know, the main yeah, spot. Yeah, it was a trading post type shit. Yeah. yeah. That would be the guy who had the best weed, probably. <laughs> right, <laughs> if you really right. think about it, or the best access to the best hemp. But just think about the, the barter system. Like most people would work just just to get hemp because of its healing processes mm. and its longevity for what you, whatever you use it for for your home. Yeah, well, it's like it's it just got like pulled out of society like around the forties. Mm, not really. If you um, before they did the movie Reefer Madness and try to convince people that marijuana would make you commit suicide, oh, it's still and going kill there. Other people, it's still yeah, that was crazy. That's, that's that was like that was like that was not, a few years not what's 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 happening. But then later, a few years later, it did become illegal, and that was kind of and the weird part oh, about. Um, you remember that they didn't? They had it legal all the way up until Nixon got in office. I promise you, you well, get you get a chance. Check maybe, it out. There was, but, I'm but, saying, but, it, but it, the uh, the. The you first remember the movie like, JD's Revenge? When you get a chance, uh, look it up, right? 
It was Ten filmed. It changed. was filmed in 1974 in in New Orleans about this guy that had a spiritual awakening where an old spirit from 20 years before overtook his body to try to solve a mystery that happened to his sister that died. But when when okay, he went to the doctor because of his headache, mind you, this movie was filmed in 1973. The doctor said, "Hey, man, the way you're acting right now, you just need to calm down. I'm going to prescribe some marijuana for you. Please look at the movie." He oh, wrote wow. a prescription for marijuana in 1973. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, so just please mirror. understand that, 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 that would be, it was, it was still mirror. legal in the 70s right. until Nixon got in office, honestly. I mean, and it might have been, and it might have been uh, happening for sure because people, it's, it's people don't get it, but like uh, it's never been totally illegal in the sense that the government has always had something going on. But just think about it. They never gave you opiates back then. They never gave you a pill that has a side effect that you need another <laughs> pill for that has a side effect for another pill that has a side effect. It's crazy. Like you got to take pills for all the side effects yeah. before it was just smoke mm. this. Yeah. You'll be okay. Exactly. Or well, drink, drink a tea of this. And you'll be okay. Or cook it in your food. and You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you're going to, Get this to help you. That's going to make you addicted to something else. It's going to break down your liver, kidney, and bladder. So we got to give you this to try to rebuild your liver, kidney, bladder while giving you this to take. Yeah, because it became a business. Death has always been a business. Life has always (laughs) been a tragedy. (laughs) 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 Death is definitely a business. Yo, bro, where you come up with all these quotes, bro? Death is. (laughs) I don't know. It's this is diabolically true that the world is 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 in a conundrum of, of a fuck bucket mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying they keep telling you you're gonna kick the bucket but you should just say fuck it fuck the bucket fuck, fuck the, the bucket. bucket don't kick the bucket fuck the bucket <laughs> fuck the bucket with mushroom draws on <laughs> you gotta yeah. coordinate coordinate people must avoid mushroom the boomerang draws. coordinate <laughs> i think i think i think uh that's kind of the, the best answer right now is the combination of cannabis and and mushrooms but like like yeah. keeping the psychedelics in those realms and you can really see things synergize in a good way i mean just think and about I, it everyone's like using the iphone of that now realm, because, because, because bit, steve jobs that's when it's not so fun took, anymore took acid right who's that steve jobs everyone's using the iphone because he took acid laid on the grass and came up with this whole thing that we're using on the iphone so my, <laughs> my thing is this though right I mean, the DNA was, just, you know, well, discovered you could, you while on acid. So, I mean, with, you could go that far with it. But with me is, personally, my thing is this, though, right? Yeah. Make sure that you have a mind like a Steve Jobs that doesn't go off into the simplistic shit of trying to hurt yourself or, or, or the fact that you don't like yourself. You get to see everything that is wrong with yourself because that's what acid will do for you. So, personally, you got to have a strong mind for the things that you do. Don't smoke marijuana. If you already programmed yourself to believe it's going to make you paranoid, schizophrenic, and all the other shit, don't take acid if you feel like it's going to take over you and you're not going to be in control. Because the thing about the mind is that whatever you program within your mind, that's exactly what you're going to believe. That's exactly how you're going to live. Mm-hmm. So don't do anything with a prerequisite of it being fucked up and expect it to turn out good. Because it's not. At all. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of those things where I think everybody who's... Use responsibly. Who's uh, dabbled in all those kind of things, and I'm sure being on the road, you guys are seeing all sorts of crazy. Oh no, shit. I started what? out as a break dancer. You don't understand. How the hell you think we came up with all those moves? That's it. Yeah. The hell you think we just looked at the wall? Let's run up that motherfucker. <laughs> like what? How you gonna run up the wall? Come on, just run up the wall. Okay, then what do we do when we run up the wall? Flip over. Okay, cool. <laughs> One person breaking arm, another person break a leg. Break dancing. Okay, we're going to do some break dancing now. We high on acid. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Why you think they call um, Slick Rick a crazy bag of angel dust? Between angel dust and acid is where breakdancing came from, man. So please understand if you have an an exquisite mind that, that knows how to explore the greater side of yourself, then all those other attributes are good for you. But if you are a weakling and don't know who you are and how to exist within this life by knowing how everything moves on another level outside of the naked eye, then don't fuck with acid. So speaking of breakdancing, you were originally a b-boy for the Ghetto Boys before you ever rapped. And that is Whiplash asking me a question about b-boying, so you know he definitely did not breakdance. But his name is Whiplash. Please comprehend. I apologize, sir. Please continue. You were originally a b-boy for the Ghetto Boys, right? No, I'm originally a b-boy from Brooklyn. Ghetto Boys don't handle b-boys, yo. (laughs) Ready Red, Trenton, New Jersey. Bushwick Bill, Bushwick Brooklyn. So yes, the East Coast didn't help out with the Southern rap. Yeah, I remember. Okay, cool. Ready, ready. <laughs> DJ Ready Red created the Ghetto Boy sound. Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton makes the world tapes. Mm-hmm. And where's and where's like the as far as cannabis goes? Where's like the places that you? Me see? and Red will smoke a blunt, man, and we'll listen to the music. And be like, we need a sound right there. Why, Bill? Think about it. It's going. Why don't we have an ant ant Because we were building size ain't shit. Like, I need an ant ant He's like, there ain't no antennas in music. I'm like, we can right now play it. Look, I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to turn on the TV and we're going to wait for the the Oscar Madison Felix Unger show, The Odd Couples. He's like, Bill, what does The Odd Couple have to do with pieces of a dream? Pick up the pieces. I'm like, we're going to play both of them together and we're going to show the world sizing shit. That's where the beat comes from. <laughs> and that's all on smoking a blunt and drinking a 40 ounce of OE. Most of our music was done that way. Me and Red start early in the morning. 40 ounce and a blunt. All the music you heard from Ghetto Boys in the 80s and 90s, that's what it was. A blunt and a 40 ounce. Kept it old school. Did, uh, so on the, on the years on the road, so for instance, I, I, I lived in Amsterdam for 21 years and I you know, moved around Europe a lot, but I was in Amsterdam most of the time. Uh, you play any of those big festivals like... Uh, I'm trying to think of a few of them, like the uh, like Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland, or in those yeah, the kind yeah. of big kind of. I was at a couple, but the one they brought to Atlanta, I didn't do it overseas. You didn't do the one in. Mm. You do any like big European festivals or like that? Or? Mm, I got some coming up now. I mean, uh, yeah, because yeah, um, I changed my my music around. I decided to go all the way back hip hop. Like I'm taking EDM and mashing it up with hip hop and reggae, which is how. Hip hop started anyway. See, a lot of things people don't understand is that being Jamaican, we have a thing called a sound man clash where it don't matter how good you think your system is. I'm going to stay home tomorrow and build the biggest speakers with the biggest tweeters. And then we're going to stand at opposite end of the block. And when I turn on my music, if I can still hear your music, then 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 you won. Yeah. That's that's where DJing came from in hip hop. And what, right. what y'all call rapping, we call chatting. We we would get up on the microphone and, and, and chat to, to the rhythm and, 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 and big up the DJ. So the whole thing was about why my DJ is better than your DJ. Yeah, I remember. And it's that. called dance hall battles. You know, that's yeah. where rap came from. It started off from talking about why my DJ is good to MCs right. feeling like they're better than their DJs. Where that came from, I don't know. Because without without sure. the music, you acapella like a monster. Yeah, real spin. <laughs> Nobody and, got and, nothing and to dance in like, to. And like a lot of music genres, it's like then people start to produce a little bit more. Uh, like their own stuff, like so original. Like of course, it, in hip hop, it was a lot of uh, 
you know, like there was like a nobody was really putting records out. Nobody, there was a lot going around. It was actually from the, 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 the way it happened, right? Is that the Jamaicans would throw block parties, right? Whether mm-hmm. it was in the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, or Brooklyn, right? They'll throw block parties. I, and in those block parties, the DJ would catch a, a rhythm, which is what he calls a dub plate. That's why dubstep yep. and all these words are being used. He'll catch a rhythm, and then you'd have to chat over that rhythm. Then he'll bring the, the rhythm back to so that you could be able to chat as long as you wanted to. Right. You know what I mean? Then he would add extra sounds like, bruh, 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 and all these sirens of bombs dropping. All this stuff that people act like is so new in hip-hop, I was raised around. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, damn, y'all just now embracing my culture that started hip-hop? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, right now music's in a kind of in a ridiculous, uh, weird zone. Music where is I'm, in a I'm, coma. Where I'm like just like, <laughs> like I'm like in shock. I don't even really I don't pay attention too much to. Music is in a coma. Okay. When the amigos can say they're the greatest rappers of all time, <laughs> and read out of the cat in the head and make it sound like a platinum song they just did. God bless you, High Minister. Damn. <laughs> yeah, there's I mean now somebody said it. Damn. There, there's a lot of mediums like that. Like Come that, on, man. No, like, honestly, address that situation. Well, that the man was... got on YouTube and read from the cat in the hat like like all of his platinum raps. Literally. This is true. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Hold up, people. Yeah. So you mean to tell me we all listen to kindergarten just telling us they're the greatest rappers? Damn it. Right. Well. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, if I'd have known, I'd never graduated past the fifth grade if I knew I could make a living off that shit, man. Fuck, a man. Lo- a lot of genres are literally like running out of ideas like the movie industry is totally it's totally there it's not but that some the, kids the some movies. kids were, was just born without simulac like the movie and some are, kids are born with simulac and the ones that were breastfed are the ones that are the goat the greatest rappers of all time <laughs> i've seen like a kind of slide where it's like the movies seem like they've given up like it's like that yeah. that that side i don't even try to like occasionally i look and i think Maybe something good's gonna happen, but in a weird way, it seems like that that whole medium's kind of dead. Yeah, everything's like, a remake. Everything's it's like a remake. Oh, yeah, but you know what? Yeah, they're almost that, to the remake of the remakes. No, yeah, see, but close. see, but they're, they're almost there. They're getting there. But this, this is what you have to understand about Hollywood. Anything that was done in the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties was actually redone in the fifties and sixties, and sure. that was redone in the seventies and eighties. There mm-hmm. isn't. Put it this way: the Book of Ecclesiastics said, "There's nothing new under the sun," and that goes for everything. Yeah, for sure. you, you just probably wasn't alive when it was done before, yeah, so to it you it was new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's new to you, but there's yeah. nothing new under the sun. Now, I mean, if a motherfucker, we walk outside right now and see somebody jump over a, a barricade and, and slap the fuck out of somebody, please believe that was happening. That happened in life already. Yeah, somewhere on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. And uh, that's that's the uh, that's that's the thing that's happening in cannabis also real fast too, where like we. We're, we're up to 46 states that are medical right now. So it's like getting to the point where you're like... Yeah, but right. they're in 46 states and they're still arresting people after they say that it's legal. It's it's a debauchery. You know what I mean? It's, it's like going to a doctor for a surgery and, and get botched. You yeah. know what I mean? How are you going to tell me it's legal in one sense and then find a loophole that makes it illegal again? It's like, come on, well, man, make up problem. your mind. Either the- I can or you're going to bust me. Let me know. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah, break it down. Shit. Either yes or no. Right. Either I can't well, even bust that. me because I'm a smart <laughs> guy. But I lived in that for 21 years in Holland. Or I was like, when I got there in 89, I thought. You need to create a new Holland. Well, I went there in 89 and I kind of did in my mind. Can you just get land in the middle of somewhere and we do the opposite of David Koresh and when they show up, we just hand them weed? It's the kind bud. Hell yeah. This is the land of Holland. 
It's holy ground. Please proceed with your shoes off. Step on the hemp and get highly lifted. Uh, I think it's like the opposite when you're there. And I was just there like a couple days ago and for the first time in seven years. And I was like, okay, this is definitely not where I want to be now. <laughs> like it was back, back in the, in 90s, the day. Yeah. In the 90s, it was the place. I was like, oh, this is the spot. Big festivals, nice vibe. You know what I mean? It was a good spot to be. Nowadays, it's like, you just like feel like you can, it's the first thing I saw when I opened the, when I opened the, the uh, gate at the door at the door of the plane was a Starbucks. So I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's like already here. Like it's as you walk off the plane, I was like, "Oh shit!" So it's done. You know, yeah, and that's it. Game over. <laughs> you can move on to the next city. Barcelona didn't have a Starbucks. In, just think, think about the name. They didn't have no Starbucks. No, just think about it. Bar Solona. <laughs> Where else can you go to a bar and feel so lonely? <laughs> You're a clown, bro. The bar so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> the aroma in Barcelona was highly, 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 highly. No, it is crazy down there. How it has changed. We have a friend who's a sponsor. Uh, with treasure, what like, what truly is a sponsor's job, though? Because I think, I, I I think sponsors be losing their their way sometimes. They don't really realize what their job is. So you, can you break some, it down? From, some uh, I can. I mean, sponsors <laughs> can help in all different ways. So this sponsor, treasure, he owns a shop in Barcelona, so we could hang out at his shop every day and smoke weed and buy weed. <laughs> so so he sponsors the good time. Yeah, so he's 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 done. He's like he's, basically, he's a party favorite. Guy. We That's there. not a sponsor. He's a party favorite. <laughs> yeah, the treasure PD and all the crew down there. Okay. Uh, oh, you don't have your mic. You can't talk now. Sorry. So the so the sponsor <laughs> and, and, and Mark, Mark. the situation. Huh? Um, so they they have organized everything. He can if you're in Barcelona. He's he, he's a physical place, yeah. so he can't like go on the road and be do anything for you, except for, uh, if you're in Barcelona. Okay, cool. So, so now you know sponsors normally stay in one place <laughs> and might not be where you are at all times. Exactly. So some people will be like, "Why would you have a sponsor there?" But we just came back from there and we cashed in all of our sponsorship. The same months. reason why people that drive NASCAR got stickers on their cars when they go around in a circle for five minutes. It's okay. Exactly. I, don't, I don't blame him. This runner gets dizzy every now and then. Shit. Yeah, you got you know to do it. I'm just those. looking for the rest of my friends from the Rice Krispie Treats. There's, I haven't seen Snap Crackling pop in a minute, dog. <laughs> See, what real. the motherfuckers are. I ain't saying uh, right. I, I don't know if I should have them sponsor me nowadays, but maybe back in the day. When, <laughs> hey, I, when hey, I was a hey, kid, I would have done don't worry about cereals. It. I would have no, it, no, nowadays. no. Between the Rice Krispies and the Keeper Elves, those are my people. So if you think they ain't got my back, you better watch out, buddy. <laughs> Damn. This is a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah, and the Keebler Elves, you better watch Damn. out, dog. Every time you think it's a treat, there's a hole in it with a gun, man. You better watch out. Watch out, then, Watch out, dog. You think Bushwick Bond sells Watch out for the Keebler Elves and the Rice Krispie treats. Because when you think you're snapping, it's, it's going to crackle and pop on your ass, for real. I need a white rice krispie treat right now, like a infused one. And, uh, I don't have that is called an edible. edible. That is called an edible. Edible arrangement. <laughs> Non-infused chocolate, unfortunately. Which is weird. I like bought it and carried it everywhere, and just ended up carrying it back. 
Another thing that I, that I noticed about, <laughs> it didn't, about it cannabis didn't melt. It was good. Isn't cannabis effective for people with cancer? Of course, absolutely. It, it helps create an appetite for them. Other than that, they won't eat, right? That's that's one of the things. And and, and actually, they too. found um, uh, that it creates aptosis, where it would like uh, the cells would would uh, stop growing. Possibly not not for all, but some 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 people. Some the whole thing with cancer, I think, is. The fact that people have all different types, and then there are all different types of people. Yeah. Like, but anything skin, like skin related shit, mm-hmm. yeah, it works really good. Like mm-hmm. people who have, like literally, my my uh, my wife, if she had like a little like little skin tag or something like that, she put it on and it would actually make it you know disappear Damn. and stuff like that. Just the oil. Yep, just nice good oil. Then and THC fine, because a lot of people think CBD oil all the time, and a lot of the CBD oil you get is like. Kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Be like, oil. it's like any other business. People it's try like to get in and run it just for profit. It's yeah. like the oil in oil, which is not what you want. You want like my fucking look with some CBD. You want some real shit. You'd rather have it be all dark. Well, you'd rather have it be all dark <laughs> and look nasty. And be all clear and look all pretty. You know? Yeah, if yeah. it's all clear. It's probably not going to work. Hmm. So you're you're better off in a way getting something as dirty looking, but actually is just you know it especially if you know the guy like if you know somebody if you knew somebody who's growing weed then <laughs> i don't know how you feel like know somebody what was that i said if you knew somebody who's growing weed magically and you got some leaves yeah. or you got some like the small buds <clears throat> and you use that then you know it's going to work real good because it's going to be high quality thc right. And, right. and possibly a little cbd but that'll work too you know People think CBD all the time. CBD, CBD, CBD. I think in the long run, the most medicinal is the, you know, a little bit of THC and a lot of, or a little bit of CBD and a lot of THC. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like that's what you want. You know, I'll tell you my take on CBD. I think the nation is crying for legalized marijuana. They want that THC, but since CBD has been federally legalized and the interstate commerce of CBD is now okay. Yeah. I think this is people's desperate attempt to replace the high of smoking weed because, like, I've seen CBD products sold in Dallas. I've seen CBD joints, flower joints, getting sold in Louisiana. And smoke shops. And you can get that shit shops. in yeah, So my yeah. thing is, is, like, CBD is, like, the next closest legal thing to THC. So what I think – I'm good. What I think is that when um, – When they legalize THC across the board – the demand for CBD is going to plummet because now people can get the real thing. Well, I think what's going to happen actually is, uh, in, in a way, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know what? CBD is going to clear the path in the sense that it's going to be so annoying because it's going to be people growing real nice. Because there's a bunch of people I know who are going to be doing just CBD greenhouse, yeah. just CBD outdoor, but they're real good growers. And they're going to put things into the market and people are going to go like, holy shit is this because i've seen genetics that are 100 percent cannabis you know looking even me as a guy who grows weed would walk around and go holy shit this looks like a nice field of nice weed and then somebody else who doesn't know to them it looks beautiful it comes down you can trim it and look make it look even better and then uh so the amount of stuff that's going to be passed around as you know Sweet or greed or something yeah. or some other bullshit name and just like in a can or in a bottle or in this or in that it's going to be intense and then there's no way to test it because you have ten thousand cans 
and each can is going to be it's gonna opened up, and they're going to have to open them up and test it. And you think that new thing they're going to do to the to the new kids on the block? They're not going to do it. Non legal states. You think people are going to rip people off a CBD flower? They'll buy like three hundred dollar pound of CBD flower and be like, "Yeah, oh, I got been. some dang." They have been for, wow. for decades, right? For yeah. hundred years. For, since the beginning of time, they have. Because, man, I, I'm kind of new to hemp, man. I'm kind of new to the whole CBD hemp thing, but it's kind of the way everyone's going. And I feel like in two or three years, there's not going to be any profit left in that either. Well, there's going to be... Um, For the quick, little guy. It's going to be the quickest... Um, cash the little guy's always on. Little guy, cash, grab, cash grab ever, right? Because <laughs> everyone's going for it. Everyone's talking millions. No one's talking thousands anymore. Everything's millions or hundreds yeah. of millions or tens of hundreds of millions. But nobody's got a bank account with like eighty bucks in it or, or something. You know, it's like, you know, you're like, so how much you got in your account? You're like, like hundred and sixty nine dollars. And you're gonna take a check for a million dollars after you make this one phone call. You know, you're like, that's not gonna happen. Right? Where are they offering all their CBD to? Because a lot of people are trying to break it down and white label it and make tinctures, make salves. You know, package the flower. They're trying to do the white labeling thing. Yeah, that's gonna happen as opposed to wholesale. But who's actually how, what percentage of CBD producers are actually making high profits, high margins, kind of like you're talking about? Well, there's going to be a short burst here and there, and there's going to be people, who, all the people who are trying to sell all the products that they make are, of course, going to have to, you know, that's going to be the garages full of fucking desire. And, you know, ah, look at all these things, look at all the profit, and they're calculating, and they're you know, going to do it, and then they try, and then they go into like, oh. I've only sold three cases. So what's your take? Is it a good idea to do a hemp farm? Is it a good idea to try to blow up 10 acres right right now? now Or should you say to avoid that? No, right now it's a good time. But at the same time, you also got to know that you're going into a situation. You go to a free. Right now we're going literally at the tippity top, going into a free fall almost. Not quite there, but maybe this year. Because if this year, imagine if we get hit by a gigantic storm that everybody's fucked and all those millions and billions go down the drain. Who knows? Or we have a bumper crop and everybody fucking kills oh, no, it. Me. And there's just like no fucking... Excuse me. Can you repeat that part about the gigantic storm again? What if we get hit by a fucking gigantic storm? But we have. <laughs> just think about it. We've been hit emotionally and, you know, by a, a tremendous storm of people not giving a fuck about what's real. See, when people start doing things for American greed, doing things for profit instead of for who it could benefit, that's when it's fuckery. Because CBD is supposed to be a benefiting thing to the person who has ailments, to someone who watches their child suffer from epileptic attack from the time it was born up until the time they get one little piece of CBD and and the kid could function now. The child could actually live a decent life. See, when people get profit out out of the way and put benefit in front, that's when it's real. But don't expect all CBD to be real, just like believing that all medicine is not a placebo. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the biggest problem is that everyone's going CBD crazy and there's CBD in every supermarket. And, every, every and everybody year. does not wake up in 24 hours and become a scientist. Well, the other big problem right now is that truckers and guys like that that are buying all that CBD shit because they're like, you know, driving along. Oh, I'll stop here. Oh, look, CBD this. Wow, buy it, drink it. And then they test for a fucking thing and they go hot because the people who made the CBD now are going to be growing fire and putting that into the product and people are going to be smoking it and people are doing this and that shit's going to be like yeah point 
six point you know because mm. it's not going to it's going to get through it's right. gonna, not going to be point three it's going to be point six yeah. point nine but I guess point nine that's almost one percent when you get one percent you're getting fucking hair samples you're getting all sorts of shit so you're everyone's getting busted like the whole world's mm. gonna get busted in about six months you know what I mean it's like it's, it's just TikToking right now because everybody's yeah, taking in see, and accumulating and accumulating it's gotta be about the health benefits you're gonna get if it they go everyone's back gonna to get that, hot. The whole purpose of cannabis stores and marijuana was because of the whole purpose of making it a business was because of people <coughs> with, with AIDS, people with like people with AIDS, people with um, cancer. Right? It's like that's what it was about. It was about the health benefits. I just want to know how did we lose our way and only could see profit and, and instead of benefits? Oh, that was a long time ago. I mean, the problem is that was. No, in- I mean, no, I'm talking about just yeah. every. It's like with every generation, it's like mm. we all see problems that we point out, and we all see things that we agree to disagree with. Then we also see things that we directly just straight up disagree with, and just feel like this is just wrong. And to me, it's it's wrong to know that marijuana has healing benefits, but instead people are only looking at it for a profit. And if you if you're looking at it for the helping of people, then the profit well, will come well, anyway. Yeah, see what part. I'm saying? Because you, you you feel good as a person, and you could take care of yourself. But you're not in it just for the business. Once you're in it just for the money, there is no love for for the client. There's no sure. love for anyone. That means you will serve them bullshit to fuck them off. Well, that's, you know what that, I mean? That, so to me, people should not get into the cannabis business of medical marijuana just to make a profit when it really started out to help people. If you want to make a profit, go back the old fashioned way. If you're trying to help people, legalize it. Oh, yeah, it would be much easier if it was legalized officially. Just, the biggest problem right now is that the lack of uh, places that understand the whole growing side. No, they but look at the abuse that they're seeing they right now. They want you to buy it. And I don't want people... I don't no, want but to what if this it. was a test experiment? What if this was a test experiment where we'll give them a certain legality way with marijuana to see how true they're going to be to this healing benefit of it? You know, or, or is it just going to turn into another drug wars over medical marijuana stores and who got the most in the neighborhood? See, to me, the whole thing is like an experiment right now. Because if they legalize it, does that mean people are still going to stop dying? Well, I mean, right now it's kind of weird because in the places that got legal, it actually doesn't get really like super peaked out because most people already smoke weed. Most places aren't really like no one's getting too excited in like, you know, in the states that are popping off like Oklahoma. They get excited right now because they freaking out. But at the same time, they're not because I went to see the grow shops there and I was like, it looks fucking like a normal established grow shop. Everybody's chill. People were smoking outside, and I was just like, oh, this is all right. You know, this is mm. like weird because I'm in Oklahoma because <laughs> normally you think, no way. And people were pulling up and bringing clones because it was a little meet and greet kind of weird thing. And I was like, I was I was just tripping because I was just in um, just in, in Detroit, and we uh, we drove down to Flint, and they had this, um, man, like this like bar type thing. They had vendors there, like bud vendors. And we just went in there and smoking, and they had like at least like ten vendors in there, dude. I don't know if they do that shit every weekend or when they do it, but it was in Flint, Michigan, and I was tripping out because I was like, "What the hell?" You know, I, you know, I've been, I'm from Cali, you know what I'm saying? I see how they get it, get it in Vegas and things, sure. you know, and out here in Colorado and everything, but Detroit. Yeah, like what the hell? Like it was super illegal out there. They'd take you to jail like you, like you sell some crack out there if you had some weed in Detroit. It's weird too because the places that are uh, starting to become normal and it's, uh, and, it's, and it's like even airports where you're like, okay, this is interesting. Like yesterday, I was in uh, 
I was in uh, Miami. If you're if you're there, you go by the fucking TGI Fridays, and they have a little bar that you can smoke at because it goes open to air. Wow. I just went in there with my vape pen, and it was nice and you know super. They, every bartender knew within thirty seconds, right? When they put it, and they were just like on yeah. me, but not on me. They were just like walked by, and they just said, "Yeah, you're good," you know. And I was like, "All right, that's fucking prime." So just we all got high. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> like, I it, was, the, it was actually very sweet. Why they the the difference they got the you know how they got you know cigarettes legal and then weed is shout out to Stephanie. illegal like you can just go buy a cigarette and smoke it anywhere outside or whatever you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying but you know um and I, I mean I'd rather smell weed smoke than cigarette smoke damn right <laughs> like, yeah. any day you know what I'm saying so I mean you know I'm think I I think if they replaced the cigarettes with bud. Period, like you know, all up in Seven Eleven and everywhere, just put the bud instead of the cigarette. You know, we might live along, live along. This race might live long. <laughs> well, that's one of the benefits of right now with all the hemp stuff that's going on is that people are going to cover every base. Like they'll definitely be all hundred percent hemp cigarettes. They'll be hundred percent hemp soap. They'll be all everything you need down the line, which will come down because people actually are, are going to end up growing. Backing up, just like Oregon grew six years worth of weed in one year this year, so Oregon is just fucked. Like, right, right. Made too much weed. <laughs> so, like, we got That's six, crazy. We got six years worth of weed. You know what I mean? And they can't export it because they're they're trying to go to California, just like at mm. least export to NorCal. Yeah. But then NorCal's already loaded too. So. Yeah. Send it to Vegas. You know I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> we want some bud out there in Vegas. We'll take it. <laughs> y'all don't got no bud out here. Y'all got too much bud. Any state or city or anybody with too much bud, mm-hmm. come and hang out with us in Vegas. We'll smoke all that shit. <laughs> Seven and mm-hmm. smoke the shit, you know? Uh, yeah, it's been it's it's uh it's, it's been fucking weird because the the weed prices when I when I moved to Holland it was like super expensive here. It was like six thousand bucks a pound or something stupid, you know, fifty four hundred or something. You know, I left in eighty, I left in eighty nine. You know, so I could I could sell weed for like six grand. I live in I live down in South Florida, oh, and so you know, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is like fucking gold, right? So then I moved here to uh, not to here, but to uh, Holland, and started working there and growing weed and stuff and. Their weed was worthless, you know. What I mean, it was like, uh-huh. so, yeah. So I was like, I was getting two thousand bucks a pound or something stupid like that, you know. So I was like, you know, or it was like, yeah, six thousand, uh, so yeah, a little more, maybe like three thousand bucks for a kilo or something like that. So it's two Damn. pounds, two pounds, you know. So you start breaking that down, and you're like, mm-hmm. it's not good at all. You know? <laughs> you're like this you is know, terrible. When when you in, uh, you know, because when I think when I was in Germany or whatever, um, uh, Sweden. Um, Sweden's when difficult. they when they smoke bud, oh, they mix it with tobacco. They mix it with tobacco. Yeah, so like in Jamaica, they do the same thing. Yeah. Why would they? Why? Why do they? Because do the that's nicotine right there, man. Help poison you with a joint. Keep burning, so they decide. Well, to well. Oh, oh, to keep it burning, because it'll just keep going out. Right, right. So that's what they would do. They would mash it up together, man. Smoke it so they keep burning. Well, really, all they had to do was put dry weed with moist weed, get the same reaction. Sure, they yeah. just decided to use you know, cigarettes. Yeah. You'll see them break off it off and put it all in the weed. Yeah, I think that's what good reason. In all the south and in, in, in all it's the, the, in, in all the islands, when I was down there in St. Croix recently, it's like when my, uh, we went in to hang out at this uh, one shop that was selling it, and 
they sell them these little rolls, you know. Yeah. They have these little, and people ran and, and literally it's like selling <laughs> rollies because guys are just running in, throwing down change, telling some long story, grabbing some fucking tobacco, <laughs> crushing it up, mixing it with their weeds outside somewhere on the you know on the porch or whatever. And it's just like oh shit, so everybody mixes it. You know, so, crazy. Oh, so you can't really smoke with anybody. I, I, that's the first thing I do is like whenever I go to these places, it's like everyone offers you shit, and it's like nah, I have to have my own weed here because it's impossible to. Trust anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's all funny. Yeah. That's like nobody's, and everyone says a little bit of tobacco, and you're like, yeah. That <laughs> doesn't on my ass. That doesn't So, Spice, talking about blunts and rolling stuff, I've heard rumors that you were the one that taught Tupac how to roll blunts. You know, what? what's your what's your take on that? Do you, do you teach Tupac how to roll blunts? What nah, you know was? what? I, I didn't teach him, you know what I'm saying? But we always, you know, we always talked about our little blunt roller strategies and shit, you know what I'm saying? We always discussed this shit. It, got it, yeah. You know, sometimes somebody it'll be a hole poked in, and we try to figure out how to you know fix the hole, and we, then we get into a long conversation on how to roll the shit. You know, so like 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 when he was doing the doing the interview and he was talking about how to roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you ain't gotta use all that spit and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, all, just lick the shit one time. You know how to roll it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's certain you got some art to that shit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna have a contest. We're gonna have some contests. I mean, cause I done seen, you know, some some real some some serious shit. You know, I've seen blunts rolled up look shaped like AK forty sevens. I done seen yeah, yeah. you know, like some you know, I wanna smoke some of that shit. So, you know, anybody listening who rolled blunts like that, man, y'all holler, hit me up on my Instagram. <laughs> it's the real spice one. If you know how to roll a blunt shaped like an AK forty seven, know how to roll yeah, a blunt shaped like a out. car or or whatever, you know how you know, some real exotic blunt rollers, man, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going we gonna to have a blunt rolling contest. And, um, you know, the winner, you know, we're going we gonna to give him a figure out something. boy's name? So back in the day, Rolls, it was just about rolling that fucking blunt straight. Yeah. You know, it was a, does this thing look like a cigarillo? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I seen the T. I seen, you know, first I, the first thing I think seen was the T. Then I seen the cross. and You know, but. Yeah, those were, those were old school fast. Um, tell the story about Tupac and the bloody blunt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know. That's you know actually look for look for this this uh, my uh, video I'm about to do uh, called I Want to Die High Cause, you know because that's what 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 Pac told me when he when he got shot in the elevator he said he wanted to die high because you know he rolled over and started rolling a blunt after he got shot in the elevator you know what I'm saying uh, in 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 New York you know if y'all remember the five times when the homie got shot up in that elevator um, uh, he actually rolled over and started rolling a blunt and um, you know, bloody blunt. So now, you know, the new video called "I Want to Die High." I look for that because I'm gonna reenact that whole scene in the video. So stay tuned. You should, you should, you should spit a little sample of that. Give them, give them a sneak peek of what's uh, coming. Or are you gonna keep it under wraps? Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta keep it under. You know, it's, it's too low key right now. Because yeah, you know, I gotta drop. I got um the Platinum OG album, mm-hmm. and, and then we got Forever Twenty One. You know, we got we got two albums dropping in. Uh, that one is on Forever 21, so and Platinum OG will be dropping first. So. Who are some of those features on Platinum OG? Man, everybody's on there, man. We, we even got, you know, we found songs with Pimp C. You know, we got Pimp C on there. We got uh, Big Psych. Um, you know, all hom- a, lot, a lot of homies that's, that's resting in peace right now. Um, um, uh, we got no, you know, all of the outlaws on there. Um, like from Noble to, to Edie and... Um, uh, man, uh, two or two shorters on there. 
Um, Devin the Dude is on there. We wait for a verse from Corrupt. Um, it's basically like a man. This album is like a, it's like an All Eyes on Me or like a Chronic. You know, you gonna get that feel when you listen to it. Is uh, exactly that. You know, my that's what my ears are hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as even even the mixes and how it's mixed down and everything. You know, you were swerving down. Uh, Dr. Dre did did the shit. Uh, it's all um, clear. You know, everything is clear, mixed down, and mastered real good. Um, it's, it's real life. It's live uh, instruments p- played in there. Guitar, certain keys and strings, chords and stuff are, are live, played in there live. You know, it's it's a real, you know, masterpiece. You know, it's something that we've been working on for a while. And I, I think the fans, it'd be a real treat to all my fans. I, I did hear a sneak peek, and it does sound like some of the lost tracks from the golden days of hip hop. Like it sounds like something that came out of the master's vault from 1996, you know, right. like it's got that classic touch, like spice one never lost, never lost the connection with the art. Like a lot yeah. of musicians, they change so much over time in the wrong way, but spice has kept so much of the right things pure in the right way. If that makes sense. Yeah. All, all like of that. Stay true to the, 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 the you know, the, the way that the music is, is sounding today, you know, that's you know that's what the youngsters doing. That's that's their thing, you know. But if you li- if you looking for um, some original West Coast gangster hip hop, you know if that's what you're looking for, then you know you got to go to the to the to the creators. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you can't listen on the radio to to and try to listen try to hear some some old school you know hip hop or hear something that's that's any even anywhere equivalent. Um, it's uh, it's old school hip hop, but it don't sound old school. Yeah, I mean, we're like, I think we're all like literally a a year apart. I'm 69. You're like around 70 or something like that. 71. What year are you born? You're 69. No, he's I'm born in 66. (laughs) Okay, cool. I didn't do my homework at all. I don't do it. I'm I'm the worst guy for interviews. Like, yeah, you know, you're this. No, Mm -hmm. I knew you were from born in Jamaica. That's about all I knew. Saying, where's he from? Jamaica. I was like, cool. And I already knew. I mean, who you were anyway. So that was about all I really know. Where was he born? One question. And 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 not to go to Jamaica right away because I mean I think we should still kind of stick to a slightly cannabis theme just because it is one of those things where my my fans get all like some of them love hip hop, some of them don't love hip hop, but at the same time. We all appreciate it, but when it came to like uh, you having to do uh, like mixes, like or, or do things down because you're because you obviously go to Jamaica, plenty, plenty, right? You still have family there, tons of it, I'm sure. Um, do you do, do you have you work at studios there at all, or are you kind of? No, I haven't been to any studios out there. You have your own studio, personal, or what do you work at? What's your what's your sort of spot of choice for sound and things like that? Or you have you don't give a shit or yeah, yeah, <laughs> really, I don't I don't I don't have a, a favorite place like on this, <coughs> on this new album that I um I'm working on. It's um the whole thing to me is based on vibes, so it's it's called checks and balances, moral turpitude. Right. So you know it's just. It's like when I went to Sugar Hill Recordings, like it's one of the oldest studios in the world or whatever, but it's been around since the 1940s as a home studio, but I was in 1939, something like that. But anyway, um, 
and I went in there. You know how you you know when you walk into somewhere great, you could just feel like, the presence <laughs> of all the great the greatness before you. Mm-hmm. It's like I went in there, and all of a sudden, I had like four songs done in in, in two days. And I'm talking about with arranging the the musicians and the singers and everybody I wanted on the song. It's like I just picked all the right people that was already there in the studio and said, this is the song we're doing. And all of a sudden, we just did it. Four songs mm-hmm. was done with that. No one clashing, complaining, nothing. Just I was like, okay, this is organic. So me, I'm, I'm like a gypsy when it comes to where I'm going to record it because it's wherever the vibe takes me. You know what I mean? It's, it's wherever the, the, the warmth of the blessing of, of being around people who truly love the art of music and the creative side of a human being. You know what I mean? It's like... I can't go places where the studio just wants me there because of profit. Yeah, I mean, you got to truly yeah. love music or else you're going to stifle my creativity. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, where? so where was your favorite place? Like, what was your favorite? Digital place? Services, one of my favorite places because we did a lot of Ghetto Boy album there. Ice Cube did um, B-Sides and Breaks or whatever at the same place. You know, Willie Nelson did the, the long, the, the, the red-haired, long red-haired stranger. Dolly Parton did, did um, music there, ZZ Top, you know what I mean? So it's like when you mm-hmm. walk in there, you see all these people that you know sold millions and millions of records, not just a million records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, and you go in there and you leave that same part of the building that they recorded in and your music sell millions. You're like, hey, I'm in good company. <laughs> this time, Guilt by Association worked out great. Did you ever play uh, Red Rocks in Colorado? Mm-mm. Um, we've only been anytime Ghetto Boys came here, we was in oh, no, Denver were, somewhere yeah. in Denver. But um, I actually performed at Herman Hideaway before. Yeah, you know I mean with an, another really? company. Ghetto, that what was me the to. biggest show the Ghetto Boys ever did? Like back in the day. Mm, yeah, when good. we was on the Public Enemy tour, we did every coliseum across the United States, including Madison Square Garden. I went back to my hometown, and I'm on stage in Madison Square Garden, and all my people in Brooklyn was there. So you anybody know, was there to tell you when Bill stepped on stage, the whole place went crazy because I knew every single one of the motherfuckers. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, I, I was gonna say, in a sense, you you probably got super like repetitive people because I mean, those all those things are like same people going to every single one of them and festi- all the festivals up and down. Mm, not necessarily though. You'd no. be surprised, man. It's like when you're on tour, you meet interesting people, mm-hmm. and really. Whether things work out good or things work out cool is really up to you as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you have peace, love, vibes, that's what you're going to get. Peace and love, vibes. But if you're ignorant and aggravated, then you, you're going to you know, rub people the wrong way. Things are going to jump off. But generally, I say that the world is filled with decent people. Is there certain cities in like Europe and places like that that you like can't wait to go to? Like everyone that you like, have friends here and you know, is it like certain certain cities are plugged better in Europe than, than others? Mm-mm. It's like, it's really your your vibe. I mean, it's just like like J- Japan, for instance, and like o- Hawaii. It's like, I'm out there and I'm like, damn, somebody's got to smoke butter. <laughs> Somebody got to smoke And you'd you be surprised. All you got to do is walk around and just, mm-hmm. you'll you smell it somewhere and you'll know exactly what you're smelling. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I always have that whenever I land somewhere, which is like got a weed, got a weed reputation, whether it be Jamaica or Hawaii or Thailand or any any place that I yeah, anywhere and I always in have Europe. some, and I always have some, some you know, especially when I fly to those places, is when you especially make sure you have something of your own, because 
you'll get if you unless you have a hookup you know if you have a hookup which is always the way to do it uh you should be taken care of when you get there by them because you almost 100 percent chance you're gonna get fucked over as a tourist because nowadays it's getting Mm, so touristic no no but it's not it's not necessarily true because honestly the the way it is i believe that weed smokers are a magnet to weed smokers personally that's what i believe because I could be walking to the store asking about where can I get some cigarettes. They'd be like, "But you smoke weed?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really it's like I, I, I guess yeah, it's you, just you personally I guess it's are different. definitely weed magnet. I can tell you that just by looking at you. Do, any, do anybody know what are the the weed laws in Japan? Like terrible execution. Like, <laughs> no, they really your bad. Finger cut out, they cut your weed finger uh, off. No, but you cut all your fingernails. Their, their detention is more like the worst the worst type ever because they make you work hard. And part of it is like, uh, you know, them making you get up every morning at five, marching with them, having them check every the way you march, wearing their thing. You know, it's like it's really, fucking, really humiliating and horrible and like worse than just sitting rot, rotting anywhere. You know what I mean? Because in a way, rotting, sitting rotting, at least you can just deal with your own mind yeah. and sit there. And but they don't let you deal with your own mind. That, that's the they like harass you the whole time. So you're being harassed twenty four seven, so that you never get a break, which is like to break you, you know. So <laughs> so you don't want that. Like that's like the worst place to get in trouble. My friend got caught with spray painting, and he had, yeah. he had to do a little bit of time there, and it's like not good. So that's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't spray paint in don't fucking spray paint Japan. Shit out that's here. not a good idea. I kind of don't like Japan anymore. And weed, <laughs> and weed is really bad too because I have a friend who's a, a DJ over there. And when I first got there, he wasn't there because it was his birthday. So he was out of town. And for three days, I had no weed. And on the third day, he like opened the door and threw a bag of weed at me and shut it and said, meet me at the club. And literally at that moment, like the just the amount of smell from the weed was like I was getting like paranoid instantly. Like I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, this is fucking like way yeah. strong." You know what I mean? I was like, "This is stronger than normal." So I put it away for a second, and then I started rolling a joint. And my girlfriend was in the shower. The fucking shitty, the weirdest. It was like one of the weirdest highs ever because she was in the bathroom. I rolled a joint, and instead of being a smart person and waiting for her to come out of the shower and just blow into the fucking vent or something i just smoked it right i said fuck it smoked it and i'm in a sealed room on the 54th floor in tokyo and those buildings are like they're gimbaled so they go like three feet to each direction six feet you know they can move a lot so i'm so high that i noticed because all the windows are steamed because she's taking a super long shower and i'm smoking this joint that the fucking building is swaying and i'm like holy shit so i like laid down and fucking like was all high and was like like spinning and like holy shit the building is you know i I fucked up and it was weird i never got that and then they're like because i'm in japan of course and then i hear people talking in the hallways and i'm like they know i'm high you know so i got just like too paranoid super paranoid so i was like gotta get out of the room gotta you know and then she was coming out of the shower and she was like what's up you know and i just like tried to like tried to clean it up with the vent and it didn't work you know it was like one of those situations where i was definitely higher than I'm normal because of being where i was and then i walked yeah. out and tried to like be normal and came back to the room and nothing was wrong so i was like all right i made it but it was one of those things where now now i had this like cord around the weed and Three don't days of smoking. Because, you know, so I'm like, shit, I gotta smoke so much like, fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> gotta smoke too much weed. You ever have? You have people just give you weed, obviously, on the road a lot. 
At a certain point when you're like cruising around like that, a lot of times people just, it's, it's weird because people don't, uh, you know, especially like cannabis events, it's crazy because people come and, you know. But see, it's all cool though, and I'm too sure for a little conversation, so I'll be looking for the smoke signals. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about, tra- <laughs> so how about traveling? You guys ever have any issues like anybody? Well, I mean, the, the same thing kind of like, you know, when I was in Japan, you know, I go out there and, um, you know, the dude gave me some fire. You know what I'm saying? It, it was crazy because it, it was the it was like this Jamaican dude that spoke Japanese. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, he, you know, I, I got the bug from him or whatever. I go back to the room, you know, and, um, you know, I turn on the shower. Because, you know, the water out there, they don't let that shit get hot as hell. Like, it'll, it'll get boiling hot. Yeah. And I, let, I turned the shower on, boiling hot. Put the towel under the door, you know, and I had took a shower first and then I, you know, got out and I rolled the blunt, you know, um, yeah, before I got dressed. Way around. Yeah, <laughs> before I even got dressed, I rolled the, the blunt. Yeah, have that waiting. Nice yeah, and, and, and I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm like, you know, shit, you know, should I smoke it? You know, I got the window open in the, uh, and the, the, the steam was going out the window. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm like, should I smoke this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, fuck it, you know, I, I got this shit. I might as well fucking smoke it, you know what I'm saying? Quit fucking around. Mm-hmm. Fire the goddamn joint. So I fired it up and, and, you know, you know, hit it a few times or whatever. And I noticed that, you know, the water got really hot and, 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 and it was like a lot of steam coming out of it. Like a whole lot of steam coming out. And it was like, I mean, so much that the, that it looked like the room was on fire like this. Like steam coming out the window like a lot, dude. Like yeah. a whole lot of steam. Long I'm sitting joint, there, long you know, joint. I'm blowing and I'm like, this kind of looks strange. I should cut the water off or something because this don't look right. And right before I can even you know, get up and cut the water off, I hear knocking on the door. Oh, shit. And so I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I look out the door. That's the police, and, it, and, it, and it's the the um, security and the um, and the maid. Yeah, and um, you know, and I'm like, oh shit, you know. And uh, I open the door. I swear to God, man, I open the door I, like asshole naked. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, what's up? You know what I'm saying? But but the first thing I did, I, I lit a cigarette. Yeah, and I, you know, when I opened the door, I was like, like blowing the fuck out of the cigarette, like. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know, what's up and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know, and he was like saying something in Japanese. I don't understand what he was saying, but I, I kind of got cut the fucking water off yeah, yeah. out of what he was saying and shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, it, probably, it may have, because the thing is, when you do, do steam helps for sure, it keeps the, the smell down. 100%. Yeah. But obviously, if you have so much that it makes I it think, look like you have a fire, that might be a little bit overkill, but... Yeah. I think they thought I was that the room. They might have thought the room was on fire. They might have thought that because they smelled a little smoke and yeah. saw. A and lot they, of I steam. mean, it was a lot of steam coming out yeah. that window, man. The combo, the combo. So, so you know, I, I turned the water off and whatever. And, you know, they, you know, they, they walked away and they left. You know, I, I was still paranoid as hell. Yeah. So I, I put on my clothes and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm leaving the room." So I put my clothes on and started walking around and got lost and shit. I, I, I think it's also weird, isn't it? Like how when you smoke in different places, like when you think it's legal, you act a fool. And like like in Holland, people just used to come there and it yeah. act retarded. Like I was telling right, you, right, like right. I was telling you earlier, like a lot of shows that I dealt with um, because I, I was known as the guy with the good weed over in, in Amsterdam just be, for a lot of the bands because. I would go see a lot of shows, take care of people, to, you know, give them weed, then they'd come into town for a couple of days. 
And <laughs> like, what was your favorite towns to like just have a couple of days off? And do you ever have like, do you ever do that, or you just kind where of you mean out of, out of the country or just yeah, in Europe or something like that? Do you have any? Um, yeah, like maybe um, Germany. I like I like Germany, like Germany. Berlin or something like that. Yeah, or? yeah, like you played like, you played there a few times or yeah, you have like. Uh, you have friends out there that sort of steady, or you I know, talk to them every now and then. Nice. Yeah. You uh, uh, you play. So when you're there, you play solo things, or you play with groups, or last. Well, um, yeah, so yeah, solo. Like I went out there. Like I've been out there like maybe three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I was I was tripping out. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, okay, well. Zamba Jive was a, a European based label, you know, so you know, mm-hmm. I know they was promoting the shit out of my music out there. Yeah. So, you know, once I get out there, it's, I didn't know um until I got there. I'm telling them I'm looking at the promoter like, you know, this is a big ass venue, you know. All of these people gonna show up, are we gonna pack this venue? I'm even worried for the promoter, but it right. was, you know, packed, you know, like three thousand people like That's awesome. Um and uh, surprisingly, you know, they was Spice one, they was chatting Spice one, they was there, you know, we rocked it, you know, uh, three times, man. I, I love I love going to Germany and smoke, smoke big. <laughs> yeah, Germany's yeah. one of those places that, like, uh, has a lot of quality uh, qualities about it when it comes to, like, you know, manufacturing and the way they do stuff and a lot of, there's things about it and then there's just this sort of such uh, contrast to the Dutch when I lived there. Uh, not you know, as far as their like attitude towards cannabis and attitudes mm-hmm. towards you know sex and uh, well it's, they have they're <laughs> real sex crazy too but in a weird way they're like more twisty <laughs> nipple weird kind of, sort of kinky sex kind of people but Dutch are just known to be more liberal and same with the you know the, the Swedes the Norwegians like all, all those countries yeah. are way more sex friendly than America America is like a weird yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> sex oppressed kind of place that needs help in it, in all sorts of ways right yeah, um, what about australia you like you like you ever been there um, yeah, i lived there for like a year and I, I liked it but this was way back this is in 88 when they had their um they had their bicentennial yeah. so there was a lot of money being pumped in when i moved there and i thought it was like awesome place and then i saw just after the, the new year's the whole next 11 shit. months how it went downhill you know what i mean yeah. i was like oh shit they don't they just don't give a shit now they're like half the projects <laughs> they didn't even finish they started them they made them look good enough like to cover the background and like okay look at this this is good <clears throat> and then after this thing they didn't have anything so like olympics mm-hmm. i like yeah. i liked australia australia was cool i ended up being out there for like two months what, what was that kangaroo story you had from australia oh we hit a we we hit a kangaroo. That wasn't that was good. Oh, there, that's, it's like hitting a person almost. Huh? Yeah. You know, size wise. He, we hit him in the ass and he spun around and shit when we was driving down. We are going like, you know, I don't know. They, they do kilometers out there and shit. But when he jumped, I know we hit him in the ass and his, his, his tail, he made him spin around and shit. And, and you know, the I had a blunt in my mouth. It was like uh-huh. a movie, man. It was funny as hell because, you know, that, that white shit that come from the, um, you know, the bag, the, mm-hmm. it flew yeah. all in my face and shit, and I had to blunt my mouth. And it, was, oh, it happened so fast, I still had to blunt my mouth, and it was like, Poof, you know what I'm saying? And I was sitting there with hella white powder and shit on my face trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. You know, and, and with the blunt, you know, still burning and shit, and I'm like, you know, and so I get out and I brush myself off and shit, you know, and, and the fucking kangaroo was like laying right there. And I'm like, damn, I feel so fucked up. 
and um, that motherfucker was dead. He was dead as hell. And when we got, uh, we we got actually got stuck in the outback for like, you know, maybe an hour or two and shit, you know. But I had my trusty thug um, internet, my trusty thug watch. You know, I, call, I got on the internet on my phone and, you know, I think I hit some people up and told them that we stuck and to try to hit send something, a triple A or something. I don't know what the hell they got out there, but they came. Yeah. And then they actually got up out of there, but the car was total. Damn. I gave a shout out to the kangaroo when we got to the to the show. <laughs> All right. We got something out of the deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, down there, they have those cages on the front of the cars, you know. They have, like they hit so many kangaroos that they just put these cages yeah, over the like front. they're like deer out there. And they're everywhere. like, whatever. We're just ah, yeah, the way home. And they're <coughs> like a lot of guys, especially in some areas, it's crazy. It's like there's tens of thousands at certain times of years in just one area, and like jumping everywhere. And guys driving and just like, yeah, whatever. What can we do? You know, we just keep going straight. Don't stop. <laughs> have these big cage things on the front. and just sort of, you know. But uh, Australia's weird. It's kind of rough and, and strange. It's, it's, it's back. I definitely like it. when I, I liked it when I was there a lot. And I really wanted to go back in a way. But I know that it will just be like another place entirely. I couldn't like, find no steakhouse out in the motherfucker. We were stuck in the outback. How can you not find a steakhouse? Well, like, we, I'm talking about we <laughs> really find, in the outback. Did you find some like crocodile wrestlers out there? Any of the stereotypes? Did you see any of that? Um, or they're like, let's put some meat on the bobby. No, that's Anything? made up. That's a made up. No, nah, it, it, it was like, like oh, no. That's a that's a commercial. That I mean, I, I probably sounded <laughs> like, like, like you know, like Chris Tucker or Eddie Murphy to them, and they were sounding like Crocodile Dundee to me. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And that and sure. that shit was fun and funny. So I mean, you know, it, we enjoyed yeah. each other's company, man. It was like I, I mean, uh, Australians <laughs> was cool as hell. Dude. <laughs> it was hella fun. I can imagine though with you guys is. Uh, must be interesting just to be moving around and, you know, being being relevant in the sense that, like, right now things are kind of like what we were saying earlier, like, it's in a coma. It's not really like there's no there's, there's no real situation. <laughs> Hip-hop is in a state of emergency. It's in the middle of a cardiac arrest trying to wake up between a bad dream and a good explanation. Damn it. Yep. It, it, it's like uh, like once mumble rap kicked in, I, just, <laughs> I really lost hope. I already lost hope at the beginning of it all, but – like a couple of years even before that I was already like thinking like wow hasn't really nothing's really popping off mm-hmm. then it got to the point where I was almost like what you know like I started to get confused that people are getting so so you know just not understanding even where basic beats come from or mm-hmm. the people or the behind them or what they you know and people kind of just obviously there's it's way easy to steal shit now just like electronic wise on your phone you can like do almost everything photoshop wise for like no money and just show somebody like who's like just paid a shitload of money for a phone like oh fuck i can't even do that on my thing because i'm like it's taking me years to make the thing move like that you know like fuck how do you do that you know i was like what do you mean like how do you mean how do you do that it's easy you know and it's like just knowing that how the shortcuts and a lot of people aren't really some people are great at it and some people aren't so great it's it's like they're they're they like oh, that stuff is too hard with y'all OGs too. We gonna make it a little simpler, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and we gonna cut y'all out. You know that's what the, that's what the, that's what it is right now. It's like a it's like a uh, old and new argument. You know, youngsters. Uh, well, you know, you know, we don't respect the, the OGs and the OGs. 
is, you know, well, me, basically. I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure Bushwick and all the rest of my homies feel the same way. If, you know, if it's fuck us, then it's fuck y'all too, you know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> but well, well, we'd let y'all give y'all some game if y'all need it. But, you know. Well, it's kind of weird because it's like uh, with hip-hop and with cannabis and with a lot of things, there's a lot of similarities just because at first there's like some core people that are really good and they do their job and they make a sort of flavor that everyone knows and you're like, oh, yeah, I like this, I like this, I like this. And then later there's like sublets of those because there's, there's people who hang around, it's people who pick up the genetics then they go start their genetics somewhere else and compete a little bit in their own or go back to their own town or whatever. And it's almost like when you bring back tracks or you bring back like, you know, you're, you're going to go, you're going to come back with a bunch of new, new wax and you're going to, now you're the fucking best DJ in the fucking whole, you know, <laughs> Long Island or whatever. Cause you just went to Europe and you picked up all this shit and you're into some weird right. European genre mm-hmm. and you're the man or the chick or whatever you are. You know what I mean? So like, it's kind of like with the weed cause it's the same thing. Cause with the weed. The strain, eh? Yeah. You just have your like, like cause, I've, cause I've made, I, 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 I moved to Amsterdam when I was 19, realized young that, there was like this whole system going on. Got a job at the Hash Museum at twenty, you know. Started, you know, figuring things out. I started my first shop and or my first seed company at twenty two or twenty three, mm-hmm. and like kind of saw that. And I was like, in, so you're like a guru at this shit. Kind of not a guru. Just kind of like trying to. I just was there at the right. I was there at the right time, just like you guys were at the right time in the sense yeah, yeah, of OG like, like right now. You <laughs> yeah, guys but kind you're of talking about the right time. Did we did we remind all of all of the, the cannabis listeners out there that we had Herman's Hideaway tonight? Of course, Herman's Hideaway. Not as many times as last time because it was like months ago <laughs> when it didn't matter, but now that it matters, yeah, it's like wow, not, not even saying it. But you know, also <laughs> there's a second show March 23rd. Oh. With these other two rappers, tell us about Spice it. One and Bushwick Bill. Oh, those guys headlining again. <laughs> those two guys. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Dang, that's that's going to be a good show. They're both going to be good shows. Sweet. Um, and where's the what? second show going to be? Longmont. See, you didn't say that, dude. Just there. Didn't say Longmont. But Herman's had to wait tonight, though, man. Why do y'all come on Herman's had to wait? And then tomorrow we're going to be in Longmont for what time did you? They're going to be in no. the house right at him tonight. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> hold up, people. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, wait. I just got back from Europe last night. This guy. This guy right here. You see this sticker? Y'all see this sticker right here? This guy is going to be at the show at Herman's Hideaway tonight. This guy. This guy right here. Okay? And we want to thank We want to thank this guy. This guy right here. You know what I mean? For coming to the show tonight at Herman's Hideaway. Even after coming all the way from Europe. Yeah. We got to give it to Adam, man. Because he's just so rad for my music, man. That after coming from Europe, hard ass fucking flight, body jet lag, and whatever, he's coming to Herman's Hideaway, man. So he can hang out with the Spice Boogie and the Bushwick Bill, man. It's like, you got it. You got to definitely. You're definitely coming backstage. You got to thank Adam, man. You got to thank Adam because he is the Eve of the podcast, man. You please have to understand that. There is no Adam without the Eve, man. You know what I'm saying? Damn it. Cool. The Eve of the podcast. That's right. He started early in the evening before you was at the morning, boy. (laughs) Herman's out of the way Adam's going to be there with us Adam Adam from the podcast is going to be there Oh, you cannabis listeners come meet the Adam man there you go so yo we we got a few more minutes before we got to go hit sound check at Herman's hideaway that sounds good Uh, in Denver tonight sound check question though do you have any questions you've been wanting to ask these guys I mean I'm I'm a terrible like I said before I'm such a terrible interviewer because what I do is (laughs) I I just start and then I let things happen so I'm not like setting things up 
And in a way, I mean, we kind of talked before on the phone with him and with Spice. Excuse me, I, mean, I want to. So, Spice, so Spice, what are you trying to say, Whiplash? You didn't like his interview? No, he doesn't. He no, it to, was great, man. It was great. I want, think you need no. to be a regular <laughs> uh, guest on the show, Bushwick. Oh, I actually didn't so know. So, what are you saying? So that you didn't like his format? He could have been more aggressive. He could have went out there and said, Spice. Totally. So, what do you think about that? He could have said, what? He could have asked a per- what did you call it? The provocative and yeah. the and the and yeah. the interesting question. You think that the Adam man did not do that. But I'm here to tell you, Mr. Whiplash, you might have had one too many whiplashes, man, because me, the spice, and the Adam man did a great interview, man. That was a good one. No, it was fucking one. awesome, dude. Don't you ever dare tell me what I don't know when I'm too short, sitting on a curb swinging my knees, tell you what the fuck going on, though. I'm knee high to a grand drop on the curb telling you that the Adam show Bush or Bill Spice one, Mr. Whiplash was a great ass. You're you're delusional, you are not. Not too short, your Bushwick Bill. Well, <laughs> well too, too short, short is definitely not short because he's taller than Bushwick Bill. Right, <laughs> right. right. So, so, what are you trying to say? That because he's tall, short, I'm, I'm, I'm not too short. He's a tall, short. Yeah. Hold <laughs> up, people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but, but like I was saying, I want, I want to thank the Adam guy for letting us come to his show. Yeah. Because the podcast thing thank is you. really cool. But Mr. Whiplash had one too many whiplashes, so he wants more an intense interview. He wants to really get. Into our aura and let you get to experience our experience of experience in Colorado. But guess what? The podcast did all that for me. I don't know about you, but I'm okay. (laughs) I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I think all I want you to say is uh, we we need a couple live on Adam Dunn shows from him or something. Give, Give us some Adam Dunn show. Yeah, I, I, got, I 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 what you got? Okay, what we what we see? Soundbite. Soundbite for the for the Adam Dunn show. Just quick soundbite. Oh, the spice one, Barcelona, Fatty, Chico, Shiz, Nilty, Bay Area, Boss. Blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Dagnabbit. We getting it in out here for the show, man. Y'all gotta come get with us. Um, Herman's Hideaway, Wowzers. Herman's Hideaway. The Adam Dunn show. It's tune going in down. to the Adam Dunn show. If you don't tune into the Adam Dunn show, man, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what the hell you're doing, man. You gotta. Gotta come and, and you didn't come to the right pod, so you yeah, definitely you didn't see the cast. Ways, I don't know what it is. Fun, really all the game is here. All the game, all the, all the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Everything you want to know is right me. here on the Adam Dunn Show. OGs and OGs and West Coast Gangster Rappers is here. That's right. The Adam Dunn Show. And Adam is not done until he let y'all know for sure why his <laughs> pod has to be casted. And the simple fact is, you need <laughs> cannabis enhancement. Not just to smoke, but the knowledge of what it is that you're putting inside of your body. That's why Adam is not done telling you why you can bust if you know what cannabis is. This is the Adam Dunn Show, and we are yet to be finished. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice Nice one. And, of course, Johnny is going to give us, like, one one sentence while you're here. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to say. No, I know. It's fine. It's easy easy when, when we get it. We have, a, we, have, we have a co-interviewer. We have co-interviewer, so that was good. Yo, yo. yo but we got to give a shout-out to Weed and Life, too. I mean, don't, don't just think weed. that. Life and Weed. No, Weed and Life. No, no, Weed and Life. Because you, first you got to have life to get the weed, so you got to have weed to get the life. There it is. There it is. <laughs> what and, up, Kevin? And obviously, Herman's Hideaway tonight, and that's at what time? Uh, doors at like 8. Door, doors at 8. Doors at 8. Yep, it's going to be open at eight. raging tonight. 
right, cool. Whiplash, life so, and weed. So, WHRP to the Lash. Right over the day. So, yeah, we definitely in the house. What's up to life and weed? We are done here then. What's, what's up with Adam Dunn, the Dunn Adam Show? You know what I'm talking Dunn about? Adam Show. <laughs> we, we are I have done the Adam, Adam Show. Yes. Adam is Adam done Dunn and is the pods have been casted. <laughs> yeah, Good night, right. ladies and gentlemen. Herman's Hideaway, Life and Weed, Whiplash, you know what time it is. And you have just tuned in to an experience on the Adam Dunn Show. And Yo, we out. Yet. We out. I have to do <laughs> shout outs now, so I'll do shout outs after you guys leave, so that way we don't have to... Yeah. Okay. Read you the shadows. Yeah. That don't make no sense. But <laughs> party people in place to me. Thanks, guys. Stay Hell tuned yeah, for you. more Adam Dunn. Thanks Dunn's for show. having us on the show, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, man. Mr. Adam Dunn, it's been a privilege. You gotta when you put your Appreciate hand it. Hand on there. That eye isn't there. So when you do like this, you can't see that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, the eye Didn't is that tell you forgot, forgot about yes. that. Yes. <laughs> if you pay attention, you realize you picked the name for a all right, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, very much. Thanks, Garrett. Good show tonight. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll, I'll send you a list. I'll send you a list anyway. These guys are right downtown, so I'm sure we'll all be there. Peace out, guys. So, uh, we'll do the shout now. Yo, everybody, yo, yo, Adam. Yo, for, we, yo. We, we got to take a staff picture. Uh-oh, picture. If you don't mind. Tell the other podcast people out there we got to take a staff picture. Staff picture. Spice one and then Adam done the staff picture. All right, we're the staff picture real quick. Uh, what can you put on there? Come on. Can't you put something on? Oh, cool. Dun, 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 dun. Did you have your music? Put something on. Do you have anything you can allow to? Everyone out there in the podcast world, we got to get a staff picture. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic check on the record we don't want you to smoke genetic my mother's five ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of the smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it dance bread. And some people call it. Come on, having the people in the background. Y'all got to drop it. Come on, do that, Come on. Somebody got to take the picture. Yeah, Whiplash can take the damn picture. He's not a staff member. The hell? Let's get you in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to get in there. Come on. You you get you got to see how Whiplash and life and we do it, man. You know we we, we do you right. Come on. Get the staff picture. Everybody remember this historical moment when I was invited to the Adam Dutch. All right, three, hold on, two, go. All right, three, two, one, going. All right, and one more. Three, two, one. Perfect. Here we go. Yeah. Cool. So, we're still alive. Exactly. But I only need one chair back, which makes it a little easier. All right. <clears throat> Much better light. If you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it in a room with a green screen, you're definitely not gonna do it on a big white background with no lights on it. So, 
on to the sponsors. It's a great show. I'm glad we had to get to dive in. We uh, will do our sponsors now. And of course, out of the gate, we want to do uh, our buddies that we were with in Barcelona at Trezor. Uh, I need to have, uh, here's your mic right now. Yeah. Here you go. And you and Kyle can, and Kyle, you can come over and sit down. Let's talk. Let's talk for thirty seconds in in the in the in the interim of and in the beginning of our uh, sponsorship. Let's talk a little bit about our trip. Uh, good trip, right? Yes. And it was. Uh, I, like we said on the way over, you're you're uh, you live in Europe, so it's not as it is, and it's, it's always interesting when you go to Europe in general. This you know you always see the advances, and then you see the kind of places where they're still lacking. You know, um, lack outlets, lack outlets. Yeah, but. They they just have they bad, got cool stuff. Their you know, power just coffee shops. Their power is just fucked all yeah. around in, in a lot of places. Zapped our mixer. So <laughs> our luckily, mixer. Our mixer. Is it official? Yes. Oh yeah, it's zapped. Ooh. It is zapped. Yeah, we tried to plug it in today. It did not work. And that was and that was really lame because you know when you usually when those things I mean most mixers these days are pretty universal and you know the plugs are universal and you can plug them in anywhere. Just need a converter. We had actually converters that were pretty decent but they weren't like a step up step down i remember when i first moved there it was nuts i used to have to buy this gigantic magnetic you know big giant box and plug it in and make make sure the switches are in the right direction and if you didn't you'd fry everything and like plug your shit in and it was like sometimes you have to use like two or three extendos to make it work because of the way that the design was and it was like, oh my god! And nowadays, most of those things just plug in, and all the converters are in the inside those little boxes. But anyway, blew out our mixer. Yeah. So we've whoops, been, we've been using this handy uh, H6 Zoom. Luckily, I, I over I went out and bought a Zoom a while ago, um, and thought I was like ready to roll, and then just kind of left it in the box and didn't pay attention. Because we had the other thing, and it was like, oh, well, I guess we just double bought all this stuff because you don't really need it. Yeah. Now That's we know how easy and portable and it's nice for a travel rig for sweet sure. Sweet it is. We're like, oh. And now all of a sudden we got dissed by our home thing. Anyway, so uh, besides that, let's talk about you. And because MTI was his first time. So. Everything was new. Everything was new. First time ever in a non-Spanish speaking place yep. out of the country. Yep. First things I noticed, everything's small. Next thing I noticed, they only give you enough water to keep alive. <laughs> um, kind of like the Adam Hunt show. <laughs> right. That's never been open. You can drink that. Sweet. That's Bushwick Bill's water, bro. Bushwick Bill's water, bro. I just bro. didn't drink it. It's okay. blessed. It was a good. Inter- that was a great interview. That was awesome. <laughs> that was one of the more classic Adam Dunn show interviews, I think. Absolutely. As far as, uh, tried to get some hemp 
action going. I had it for a moment. We were like riding it for like 30 seconds, and it was like, oh, this is going to get, well, not 30 seconds. I think we maybe went six minutes or something. I don't know. Yeah. So it's, minutes, it's funny because when you, when, you it, when you looked at it, you're like a little timer on your thing. You're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I thought, I thought we talked about a lot. Well, I guess we did because we must have bounced back and forth a lot of ideas because I do remember we did talk about – we started to touch on a few things, and one of them was like the – because I figured these guys are uh, – one of the reasons I was kind of in the direction I was is that uh, living in Europe, I kind of could kind of see the the weird like uh, influence that hemp had that most people didn't really notice because I was so not obsessed, but at the same time, like I worked at the hash museum and I had a hemp store made hemp clothing, you know, worked with every hemp company because of the way our store was, we were like the dumping ground for all the hemp shops coming or hemp companies trying to come up in the nineties, uh, failing given us. <laughs> so we ended up with like shit loads of half used products and, Oh, this didn't, you know, some from good though, some soaps and some other products that were like awesome to this day. I still, you know, know those people and use their products and they're like, they've, had, they've been on the show before they make hemp, hemp soaps and have their own farm and use, you know, it's all farm to table and real, uh, real soap, you know, whereas most of the soap people buy these days is shit soap, you know what I mean? Like. Dr. Bronner's is my go-to, always was. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is it wasn't always hemp. Well, when I was a kid, it wasn't hemp. Right? And so I remember one day, like 2001 maybe or something like that. I think it's somewhere around then. I was uh, looking at the label because the whole thing about Dr. Bronner's is the label, right? Yeah. Not the whole thing. The soap's great. <laughs> but the label is like the shit. Like the label's ridiculous. He used to say that you could get, um, well, you could use it to like brush your teeth and you can use it to wash your clothes and you can use it to clean anything you need to, literally. But it also said you could, um, you could, uh, you do birth control. Right. So I was like, what? What? Was that tea tree oil in there? No, I was like, like what and so i couldn't really because it didn't say like this is how it works it just said you had to douche blah 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 x amount of drops so you're like okay now you're like before after what's the fucking deal what are we doing while you're brushing your teeth while you're (laughs) just do the same you have the same time you know i'm a kind of fishy guy and rubbing your belly yes sir europe no i don't i don't um Anyway, turns out it's uh, it's the pH, right? I think you say it didn't work because you got Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I never used it. <laughs> I'm just saying it was there. This and is it, weird. And it, and it was what? the pH, right? Yeah. So we go straight to pH, man. We're talking about pH, bro. <laughs> okay. Now we can have a whole show on pH. We can get Josh in here and talk about for like 45 minutes about pH after we talk about. Dr. Bronner's used as a douche to make you, I guess it was high in pH or something, where you're out of the zone, I believe. 
I'm not an expert at this point right now. That's crazy. No, that was the the concept. Wow. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, it was always weird. I yeah, was that's that, weird. and that was and anyway that was on there, but then that was missing. So somebody edited that part out. Like, can be used for birth control. I was like always like, how the fuck do you use soap? It was literally like one of those moments in time because I was an adult trying to figure out a fucking label on a piece of soap. You know what I mean? I was just like. What is going on? I don't know if I was even an adult. I was 19 years old or something like that. So I was almost an adult, but I was basically trying to figure it out, and I finally figured it out. And there's a documentary on the the grandfather of the Bronners, and he's fucking, like, he's the guy who did everything. So he's obviously a genius, but he's also manic, and, like, that's why the label's so awesome, because he's like, you can tell it's all scatterbrained and, crazy <laughs> and you're like you're reading it like oh my god this is awesome it's like uh bukowski of soap labels or something <laughs> <laughs> you're like this is like a crazy shit so ph let's talk about ph bro let's do it josh gotta come on the radio this is it here's your chance oh, josh come on, we gotta talk about weed like... stuff i need to talk about weed ph stuff come on get on here yeah it's been solid just, two years since he's been on the mic come just on. come over here that come way i gotta I can, I can add you to the list of the people on the show even though it's only gonna have to be like 40 minutes or something like that right 40 50 minutes about 50 minutes it's not that hard all right suck he sucks he's this all is way easier than the last time we tried, tried well this That's is the thing you have to yeah. you have to trick yeah, him every time yeah. Welcome, Josh. Laplata Labs, Josh, in the house. Yeah. He was on the sidelines, just listening, not joining. But that's okay. We were loaded here, and now we aren't. So we have the perfect oh. amount, except for we can. You know, he's got to work the the major system we have over there right now, so he's not allowed to move. Yeah, that was pretty pretty funny. The entire show. That was pretty good stuff. Is gold. Yeah. I think so. That was one of the best shows as far as like the ridiculousness of all shows. Oh, man. Like, like while we were talking about acid, I felt like I was on acid, of course. So that was kind of good. That was one of those moments where you're like, all right, we're creating the high just by being so weird and talking about it, mm-hmm. which is perfect. So if you can do that as a group, it's pretty good. It's almost like performance on itself, you know? Absolutely. It was like a moving, it was like a moving performance kind of thing. Without the, without it, definitely a performance. That's for damn sure. Good show. Um, so, pH, vaginal douche, douche, douche. Yeah, what, do what do you know about pH? What's your what's your what's your thoughts? <laughs> no, no comment, honestly. <laughs> um, actually, we were we were we were um, discussing always recently about feminization, and uh, you are you are a fan. You're a guy who. Likes to um, do mixes and stuff, which I'm obviously not going to ask you your entire, your entire, all your secrets on the air. But uh, as far as feminizing and being stable and not fucking up, what's like the, is there any kind of different protocol that you think and think of that makes sense? It's more of a, uh, like, uh, not, you know, obviously when I say normal, I mean like 12, 12. Uh, flowering, not like some crazy number, or is there any crazy number that works? Uh, and uh, yeah, any, any temperature, let's say, 
pH and temperature. Oh, we have our pH. Let's see. Let's stick to pH. Is there any? Uh, is there any like super changes when you when you are like spraying them and they get all weird and twisted? Is that pH issues that involved? Or is a it- little bit. I mean, I pretty much just try and keep it as solid and stable as possible throughout everything. Um, the littlest amount of stress, honestly, as possible too, because um, I'm just trying to find strains that are absolutely stable in every way and form, right. even under stress. You know, super forgiving. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just pretty much I have perfect pH, 5.8 to, you know, 6.4 on, on whatever I'm trying to do with them. And uh, and what's the, and what's the, um, what's the no- most noticeable thing when you're on the first, like, let's say you're rising up from the optimal, which I always feel like 6.2 is a good optimal, yeah. like, hit zone. You know what I mean? Like, you're kind of there, but you're... Someone's got to think of it like gunshots or something like where you're like kind of like you want to stay in that zone, but you can move up and down and you don't mind if you go up and down because at six, it's kind of like it's getting danger zone. Yes. And it like six, two, six, four is kind of my favorite, you know, for everything. So, yeah. And then on the other, what about the other side? What's uh, your highest like or what what strains? Do you have any strains that do like that a little higher or? Uh, well, old school Northern Lights, but really, I haven't found too much. What's no, that? What's that, dude? What's, I, it liked it liked seven two, seven four, even like seven eight. Sometimes, I mean, that I could grow it up in the sevens, and it would be that'd be optimal for for the performance hmm. and flavor. It was weird, but I haven't found that cut in probably nine years now. So, and for the most part, nothing really else is needed that much. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. It's funny when you find strains that people had that they really dialed it in 100% because then you know, you know if that's the case, then somebody did the did a little bit of work and or the you know the thing is just so good that it survived so many attacks and abuses in so many ways, even though it was like shitty maybe grow pattern to begin with. It was something something special within the the plant itself. Like there's a lot of weird plants like that that are mutants and like. Literally, they would never have survived in the wild, but because people took too much care of it and made it work, it definitely, you know, uh, got to some level where it's actually worth it. Hard, you know, hardly. Yeah. But yeah. being, you know, charged a lot of money and/or just hoarded like crazy and never. Yeah, and the ones that like the the high ranges too. I mean, they're usually the picky strains that you have to baby and, you know kind of take care of a lot more than everybody else than all the other ones so yeah um so first went to barcelona we were in uh we were in uh the treasure our our sponsor of course you go somewhere else aside from treasure um but then we went to spanibus and uh checked out the the show saw big buddha nice saw shiloh did some interviews with them uh, those should be up and rolling in this week sometime because we we literally had to like run down do the show next day pretty much kind of last night late. Is it so, true? High times took over Spanibus now. A hundred percent true. Damn. Next year is going to be a hundred. It's going to be a totally different place. Did they have any influence this year at all? Nope. Okay. Danny, no. This is the this is the truth. Danny Danko <laughs> asked me for a ticket. So there you go. That's that, that, that's how much pull they had this year. Damn. Was there like, a lot of discussion about it there? I'm sure there was. Um, there was a few people, but I was like, "What? Wait a minute, Danny Danko didn't High Times buy 
fucking Spanibus? And he's like, well, not yet. So, I mean, not yet just means not check hasn't cleared yet, but pretty yeah, sure it's, ha- it's 100% happening. That's that's definitely a, not a rumor. Hmm. Rumor. It's not a rumor, rumor. Tomorrow they'll be like, it is a rumor. No, it was, uh, it was uh, one of those things where you just see that, like, the, the, the Spanish are, it's it's very like they definitely it hasn't really changed that much but it has you know they all smoke everyone smokes inside nobody pays attention no one listens to the law there it's like really weird like in holland no way everybody's super anal you know it's like so in a lot of places you know nobody's smoking in vegas and the big halls and no vape pens of course yeah no and you still smell it walking around but i mean i'm not saying nobody of course people are but nobody like groups of people and there's no like haze in the air there's no like you know oh shit everyone's doing it it's none of that it's just like in the corner hiding and you might you might catch a glimpse if you're lucky has it changed much from like the past 10 years spanibus just it got bigger not really no it's kind of like the same thing because the thing is they they fuck in my opinion they 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 don't build enough tension to the or, or attention or tension to the um actual competition of the weed part because like we entered it and you always enter it and when you get there like we got there on the second day we didn't go the first day because we were like just lame right working were we working yeah oh yeah we were working the whole time treasure oh we were here we were on the show that's why we didn't go Mm -hmm. for you guys yeah man (laughs) dedicated ourselves because we knew that if we went to this thing it would have turned into a big shit show and a big mess so instead of giving you a mess, we did not go to Spanibus. Nope. No. But on the second day when we went, uh, we did get to see Big Booty. Like I said, we're going to post that one later. We did get to see Shiloh. We got to see a few more people. But it was really hard to move around because it's big and it's like kind of like we were on to hang out at the THC's booth because that's obviously where where people are at. And in a way, it was okay because you could there, you know, it's almost like then you're fishing. It's like, hey, hey, yo, yo. They're coming in one. wasn't too bad. It was a little reunion. Yeah, saw, a lot cool. of, saw a lot of cool people there. Um, a lot of old friends. A lot of people knew where I'd be, so they were like waiting at the booth when I got there. It's cool. Did you, were you there last year too or no? No, I haven't been there in seven years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was why it was like, and then I didn't have a beard when I came here last time, of course, because, yeah, I didn't have a beard. Now you can't not have a beard. I just didn't have one. I think I did. Yeah. It was one of those weird moments. Yeah, I think Shit. I had one, but I don't know. Might have been nothing. Shit, KTI's got one going on now too. KTI oh. is rocking. Well, Amish yeah. KTI. Yeah, it's <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. No, you were you were uh, you were representing. Everybody's like, damn, everybody's got beards. Mm-hmm. In Colorado, don't they? It's like I guess they do. Beards, some flat brands, some cold shirts. Except for, except for Josh. If we had Josh, it would have been all fucked up. Got to have that clean cut. Yeah, it would have fucked us all up. So, um, so pH wise, the high on the high ends, uh, we have any kind of amendments that you want to use, or or just like general correction kind of things, or what? I mean, obviously, CalMag. CalMag's a go-to normal thing. Like yeah, no, sure. yeah. I mean, that's mainly my main thing. But if unless I really absolutely have to die to have the strain in my stable, then I usually try and just stay away from things that are just truly just not. Yeah. Staying within yeah, a certain range. Yeah, exactly. I try and keep everything 
because we're messing with so many different strains and just so many things. It's hard to actually wonder, cater I just wonder, to a I specific just, one. Yeah, I just think maybe down the road we're gonna run out of like people are gonna see like we're not running out of it's like gonna be like little zones that haven't been explored yet that are gonna be interesting, True. and those will be the ones that might be like, oh, what happens when you do this, and then they actually get used to it, and yeah, all of a right. sudden they're like. Shit! Now they're putting out more CBG, or they're doing whatever they're doing. You know, whatever, totally right. Whatever could be interesting, and you know, th- that's that's kind of where we'd like. To, of course, now people can get into CRISPR and fucking it's going to go so, so fast, so crisp, so crisp, so crisp, so crisp, so crisp, so crisp. Now it's going to go so fucking quick that people are going to, uh, you know fuck up all sorts of shit <laughs> I'm like I can't wait to see what happens now yeah, and it would mainly just be time and just you know being able to have access to just free time to be able to mess around with everything like on that kind of extent you know so well also it's like the 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 most important part is like what we have these guys we have on the show already that are kind of you know cleaning up the genetics and doing stuff that makes sense and then you know I mean it'll be interesting let's we'll see maybe somebody will come up with some crazy you know tetraploid weird plant that's fucking growing well i mean this the next 10 15 years are going to be the craziest for genetics because finally there's gonna be real breeders and real geneticists coming into the game that will have time to you know kind of cater to each little strain and figure out every little bit i mean that's kind of what we have to do to make the next level regular i mean everybody's kind of stuck on the same stuff right now so it's kind of sad but no, yeah, you know, not too much scientific scientific exploration right now going into it. No, but at the same time, uh, we may see may see some stuff get really, uh, you know, uh, homogenized almost in a weird, you know, like and or like um, less like more, more blocky. You know what I mean? Like more block kind of in the zone. Like let like okay, we like these ones. They're in this zone. We have these ones that are in this zone, these ones are in this one, and people are going to get real selective as far as like top three of each type, you know what I mean? And then we'll have 12 types and true kind of a little stupid color wheel and everybody's like, oh, yeah. I'll take the blue and the pink. And people are like fucking dumbed it down to like the blue dream times 12, oh, of all the flavor, the flavor zone. <laughs> This is the most of this. This is the most that. This is the most this. This is the most that. Yeah. No, you know? that's, that's kind of sad, but it's where it's everyone. That's where we're going right now. I mean, it is. Like, in, a, in a way. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. That I don't know if people can maintain any of these things, though. Because, like, it is one of those things where things run into dead ends and there's fucking disasters daily on, in all these uh, breeding lines and stuff as far as, you know, dead end it kind of genetics that are going to like only last so long and then they you know they do get kind of tired in a way yeah yeah like, i mean nothing's really tried and true right now that's for damn sure yeah i mean so there'll be some and there'll be other ones that are just like that's what that and in the end it'll be the ones that that are the most popular are the ones that actually can make it through all the fuck ups that all the people do because most people fuck up a lot so <laughs> so as long as you can like survive most of the fuck ups yeah. But hi- I mean, late, but but but, uh, but you know, you and I were working together on, on a project that we've seen some super success and and like very very healthy and knock on wood everything good. So, so it's like one of those deals where you're like, okay, that, that's nice to see. Like everything's not, uh, 
there's not the, the whole thing. I think is if you don't go off the rails or out of the gate, you're fine, and that's kind of the key thing. Yeah. Like as long as you yeah. can put down like healthy things, because if you put down like slightly healthy anything, it's you're fucked. You know what I mean? It's like it has to be all healthy, and you might get one or two duds, and that's about that's it. You know, even out of like tens of thousands of them, you'd be like, yeah. okay, oh that was good. Got two two duds, you know, or yeah. three duds, and yeah. then you're like, huh. At the end, you look at everything, and it's all pretty even and nice, and it's it's all doable. Oh, there's that noise. That noise. Sounds like a compressor. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like Vax Sealer. That's his. It stops. It doesn't matter, bro. The show sucks. No one listens. <laughs> all right, so um, pH, bro. So pH. Uh, what else? Any any like little natural any natural things you know of? Of course, I should be answering these, but or not, I'm not even answering. But are we, do we even do the shoutouts yet? No. Oh, no. Okay, so now we have to mix it all up. Shoutouts, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. Oh, so we only did treasure. So treasure. That's the thing. We just started talking about treasure. We get all sidetracked. So let's do the shoutouts. That's perfect because then we have like that done. And we'll do them in a nice, creative way because, like, we already did. We started them and we didn't do any of them. Treasure, though, awesome place. It's the same thing. We just happened to run the show. You'll go there. You'll never stop. You'll be like, holy shit. I've been here for three hours. <laughs> no, it's two days. Uh, and if you go to Treasure, for Treasure, let's just finish them off. Go to uh just treasure on Google and boom, you're right there. And mention the Don Deal. Oh, course. yeah, Don Deal. Jesus Christ. That. I, I saw you... a couple people win on that one. Yeah. Oh, lots of people. Everyone. Yeah, that was a huge win. I saw a guy jump. He's like, the Don Deal, the Don Deal. I got the Don Deal. Don Deal all day. <laughs> the Don Deal. Yeah, no, that place is Don Deal City right there. Yeah, that is Don Deal City. Yeah. For so, sure. um, use the Don Deal at Treasure when you're in Barcelona, which you will be because Barcelona is a cool town, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was easy. That was accessible. That was cool. Totally. Yeah. So you get weed, join clubs. That was probably pretty mind blowing for you guys, though. Go, especially you, since you came there. There's no clubs. There's maybe like a couple underground clubs, and then it, yeah, I, went, I was at some of the first ones, and so I, I knew you know it was happening, and 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 then he opened my friend opened up his last year, literally at the sort of the time we were there, and uh, a lot's happened in that last year. So I saw pictures. It was like you know rubble before but he, he his place is awesome it's like huge it's big right now it's like you know by 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 you know most standards it's not not too bad and then in the back there's a whole other section that's going to open up next year and then then it'll be like oh yeah we're, and upstairs it was yeah it's very uh very very cool space uh staff awesome dj what was your name rebecca dj sick oh huh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her name. Brenda or something. Oh, Brenda. Her name is Brenda. But I don't know her DJ name. That was it. I, I forgot. Br- to DJ ask Brenda. Her. Brenda. DJ Brenda from DJ. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, so, first out of the gate, New Millennium. Nope. Illuminar. Remember? Oh, you know we're going to. Oh, sorry. Oh. I didn't remember. Jeez. Oh my god. I forgot. Oh yeah, Treasure was gonna go last. Yeah, but we were already. Yeah, you goofed it all up. It's I guess, all goofy. Uh, that's what happens. I know. In the end of runship. But yeah, no, we want to give a shout out to Luminar for this awesome PC that has made yep. everything look very awesome. That's why our show is so much more pro looking right now. Yeah. Now we actually look like we have a show. Before our cameras couldn't handle the shit, and so 
you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Josh is a very technical guy, so he he know, understands everything that's happening. Where I, I'm not, and Kyle's really not. Like I'm yeah, sort of Kyle. Yeah, this is a lot of work. Just, yeah, and I'm looking at it like, oh yeah, I I bought that, and then I bought that, <laughs> so I should know how that works. Kind of do, but I couldn't do any of the settings properly, and it would probably end up sounding like shit. So that's the point where we're at on this show. Mm-hmm. But now, due to the computer we got from the best fucking new sponsor ever, because thing is, I already knew these guys were good uh, when they first started on the scene. Then everybody sort of like started to gravitate towards them because they got like they got just the right right vibe and the right crew and the right products so uh the guys from illuminarlighting.com check out their products check out their lights they have leds that are like uh these new uh il il7s yeah. that are these little little bar ones and then ones are beautiful yeah super gorgeous yeah. everything everything they make is really top-notch and uh warranted and all that all that good stuff so you go to illuminarlighting.com you can say done deal something's gonna happen we don't know what um, done deal's gonna happen that's what's gonna it's happen it's gonna get done deal's gonna get done everything's gonna happen done done deal yep and uh, definitely uh, they got all the double engines you need and anything like anything all the all the standards that people are using right now plus with LEDs they have them in single bar and six bar and eight bar and all sorts of sizes so you know, good for greenhouse yep throw a lot of light um yeah, the singles will work just good, just fine. And I forget the exact square footage, but we'll have soon. We'll have them on the show, and we'll get to all the actual numbers because I'll just get it all wrong and dyslexic anyway and backwards. So go to illuminarlighting.com, uh, done deal, obviously. And right out of the gate now, because we're this is the original out of the gate because we added two pre-gates. This is like being <laughs> on the airport again. Hello. <laughs> which, which gate are you on? Oh, I'm on the gate. Okay, cool. So when are you getting on? Boarding. Oh, we are, I think every time we had number eight, right? Like the worst number ever. Like you're like, what? Yeah. You're in section. You're like, you're like group eight. Like, yeah, group eight. So like group one, group two. Group th- and then it takes forever. By the time they get to group eight, there's literally only like three people besides us. I'm like, right. Wow. We got like super. That's why we got the best seats ever. Yeah. Because literally we paid $482 each to go to Barcelona from Denver. Damn. They gave us the done deal. That was That's the done deal. That is literally. <laughs> Don't mention the, that shit on thin air. See, that's, a, that's the done deal. But then you oh, have yeah. no place for your luggage though. <laughs> then you're screwed. Oh, we got, we got kind of screwed and all that. But we're, we were very the only, smart. Only leaving here, they really messed with us. Like, they didn't mess with us about weight after that, right? No. Yeah. It was just leaving here. There's that asshole. Who had to pay more? Huh? What, extra weight? Remember there, he, we we had to unpack some stuff from the, the big Pelican case because he was being all... Oh, because we had to make him weigh this. Yeah, yeah, we just had to move him around. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But overall, it was good. Like we had room at least, because that's the worst when you come. Oh. You're like double loaded. And you're like fuck. Yeah. Because they talk crazy talk sometimes. You're like, what? That is not even possible. They'd be like, it'll be eight eighteen thousand dollars or something. You know? And you're like, what are you talking about? You're like, yeah. Especially because you co- what I their whole thing is by weight, and sometimes it's like a hundred bucks a kilo or something like that. And you're like a hundred bucks a kilo. Like what? Holy shit! You know, so it wouldn't be eighteen thousand, but it could be eight, it could be eight hundred or a thousand or you know more. A lot of the times you can just tell them it's going to be your carry on, and then when you get to the gate, 
you can ask them to put a tag on it, yeah. and Ooh, then you don't have to pay for it. it. Good tip, good tip. Right. <laughs> nice. You're like, carry on what? You're like, carry on, bitch. Yeah. Because it's so fucking, how big are you talking about? Well, even just like your rolling suitcase that you bring, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So like if I have a bunch of stuff, which I always do, like all my drone stuff and camera stuff, then hmm. I'll walk up, say, hey, can you put this under? They'll straight up print a tag right there for it. Boom, put it under there. Don't even have to pay for it. What? Hmm. There you go. Good tip. Tips. New millennium. Yeah. <laughs> Good tip. New millennium. And when yes. you get to the gate and you have all these bags full of new millennium, you can smuggle those liquids right under the plane. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you got them into the airport, but because they are all liquid, so it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, but that. you can go buy new millennium. You can go online to newmillenniumnutrients.com. Check out their store finder. Find out if they're near you at this point. They're kind of sporadically all over the place, but they're definitely getting more coverage than ever out on the East Coast. Um, but again, just go to newmillenniumnutrients.com, store finder. They also have a calculator so you can figure out how much nutrients you need for what you're doing. So if you're doing some particular project and you want to be the you know right on point and not waste your money and buy a shitload of something that you only need like one-fourth of what you thought you were going to buy, then that automatically makes you a, a smarter grower, like better grower right there. Um, and they're also easy because it's also based on the season, so it's not hard to uh, see what you want to, you know, where you are on, on the, the calendar at any given moment. And you can kind of tweak it because there's a lot of little uh, small adjustments going along the way, which makes it a little, you know, a little bit more uh, adjustable. And for terps and flavor, we've seen tons of winners coming out of this product, so we know it definitely tantalizes people's taste buds. Which that, that's that's the you know, and that is the thing. It's the you know tried and true. We, we've seen it work with large groups of people that we know smoke good weed, and they win. So you're like, all right, that's something that says something right there. Um, again, also very easy to work with dosatrons, things like that. So if you're growing a large scale, you can pick these products up and done deal all the way with these guys every day. Done deal. Done deal. That's D-U-N-N. D-U-N-N. Not the D-O-N-E-L. No, not that. That's a bad one. We tried the done deal and a few people didn't really work everywhere, right? We tried with the Asian restaurant. That was funny. She was like, what? Yeah. What is done deal? You explain. Can you explain? Can you explain? That was good. Very area at work, though. Gray area did work. Gray area worked. So treasure and gray area. Oh, yeah. And soon, so I wanted to do the history of the gray area, but we didn't get to do that that one video because John wasn't working, and I only want to do it if John's there because I yeah. want to have the verification of the re- what I'm talking about, so we're we're all on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Because him and I had a little meeting that was nice, but we were like talking about the origins of it, and I'll make a whole story about it. So. Coming soon. I mean, I've already talked about it some other times, so people can figure it out. They can go listen to every single show. The one time I said it about the gray area was how I named it, but it's there. Did you mention another New Millennium shout-out or something? No, probably not. Just check all the New Millennium shout-outs. But now we're done almost with New Millennium. We'll have, <laughs> we're on to Incredible. Oh, yeah. D-Money was supposed to come here, but he didn't. Oh. So where the hell Yeah, he got held up at that one thing. He was uh, got all busy with uh, that one stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ooh, so. no, have but four twenty special. But uh, D Money gave me some of his little personal head stash 
for the pens, and it was nice. 420 special. Buy any 300 milligram Incredibles product, plus get any Incredibles 300 plus milligram gummy product, 25% off. Booyah. That's crazy. They they must have told all the dispensaries to do that. That's cool. Yes, sir. So there's a disco. That's a done deal right now. Yes, we're calling it. You already got that. <laughs> that's now the done deal. We're taking that over. That's now our deal. Done deal. Twenty done special. Done deal. Done. Twenty. Okay. There you go. Boom. So now you know. Done deals spreading like wildfire. Incredibles has it. Also on, on fire with all of them is flavors and terps of all sorts. Great uh, chocolate, CBD products, bath bombs, everything in between. So you can like go like, all right, it's definitely covering all the bases now. Uh, go to their website. Go to iloveincredibles.com. Check them out. You can see the full line of, pr- of products there. And you can also see their store finder and see that they've completely crushed Colorado. Like it's like a nuclear assault. They're just, it's, it looks They're like everywhere. there's no, yeah, it looks like war games uh, back in the 70s and the 80s or whatever it was. 80s, 80s. That one game we used to play with the... What's the 80s? What's the 80s? It was a time zone. People oh. lived. I was there. Yeah, it was people living back then. Oh. Now I've, heard, just, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard about it. There's a simulation going on right now everywhere. Not right now. <laughs> in the world, bro. My it's goodness, cool. it's like it's not green behind us. Yeah, we can we can make it into whatever this we want. Crazy. We're, we're, we're in Amsterdam in right now. Uh, are we no. here during sunset? Oh, yes, we're nice. Oh, so beautiful. Wow. Okay, so yeah, let's let's finish. Right. Let's, let's get some tapas. We're gonna cap it off with Amsterdam stories because we're at six fifty one. Oh wait, no, we're doing shout outs. So you're actually oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Mark's laying I feel like I'm on edibles already. Yeah, I ate too many edibles. Right now I'm on edibles, so you're gonna make me eat edibles. Like we're not, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, Still got to get that 5280 bar. We got to have that made one day. That was what I was hoping Still to talk about. Do money. It's like let's custom do a show, get the 5280 bar. We could do teams and we could do individuals. Because mm-hmm. it's right 5280 bar. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You yeah, do man. a team or individual TLS. 5280 challenge would be the second one. So the first no, no, one, no, the first one could just be like you're saying you can do it as a group because some people can't handle it. You're not going to get 5280 to like some <laughs> who's never ever eaten it before. That's like like we were talking about earlier with uh, with uh, Bushwick about uh, Jamaicans using it for ceremonial to you know cough up all the fucking funk in their lungs and mm-hmm. that's how they get the asthma. That's the that that's the use of it. For clearing asthma, right? Wow. So it's not like menthol, like, oh, it cleans asthma. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's like you like, glark out it and then you fucking clean yourself out with it. You know? Wow. So that's like the, that's why none of us have ever used it for asthma, probably, because <laughs> none of us ever went through that fucking, like, oh, yeah, you gotta do that. But if you had some grandma who was from Jamaica and she had that recipe, then she could, she, I'm, I'm not saying nobody did it, plenty of people did it, but, you know, average white kid from, Colorado's not fucking getting it done or mm. <laughs> from anywhere really that's like in the city or whatever. But in general, it's like the, the those general practices are getting lost, but hopefully that'll change. And people like Incredibles, yeah, I went back. Keep it going with products that are super uh, consistent and also, you know, it's basically a family, so it's not like 
you know, it's not like it's factory. People think it's, oh, it's a huge company. No, it's still like, you know, run by cool people and good spot. And they're like, you know, obviously you need a lot of people to make this shit happen, but still run really tight and nice, which is, that's what you want in your fat, in your chocolate factory. You want it to be nice. They still got a couple of years before they sell out, you know? I'll totally sell it. still got another, like, <laughs> still got another handful of years, you know? Yeah, then it's going to turn into a factory. Man. Like nine, ah, yeah, it's going to be like people going up like, which will still be fire. But right now, I love Incredibles.com. Okay. Build a soil, build a soil, build a soil. We're going to get through this, I'm telling you. Build a soil, build a soil, build a soil. Jeremy is the man we know. Josh loves him, of course. Right? Yeah. Soul crew. He's the guy we want on when we start talking about pH, man. He's the guy I'll be like, oh, man. pH doesn't matter, is what he'd say. Of course. Well, you, whatever yeah healthy get them cations and that's true and if you're working organically you can work without ph as far as like that's why it's funny when ph is like such an issue but it is an issue obviously with, with um you know salts and it is with certain certain you know, mediums because the mediums are uh you know already super high in, in ph or yeah, something they like retain that. a lot of stuff too so yeah and uh so uh, Jeremy's like one of those people that you get to talk to him. He'll kind of guide you through what you need and either custom blend or sell you something that's already made, pre-made, but also any amendment you need all online, delivered to your house. If you're from Colorado or New Mexico, it's for free. And it's um, builtosoil.com, obviously. And then it's also 855-877-SOIL. That gets you a person on a phone who goes like, whoa, dude. I know what you got wrong because your plants are what? You know, compost tea, bro. Yeah, exactly. Compost are they delivering? That's, like a, that's, that's like one of the oh bigger, bigger answers, definitely, I'm sure. Are they delivering in all 50 states now or lower? Oh, yeah, no, they do everything. But not like the thing is, you're not going to order soil from fucking Maine just because it's going to cost too much money because they can only do free to New Mexico and Colorado. But he oh, okay. gives the recipes on the website. So if you want to yes. make it where you're at, you don't have. And they won't ship it to you. He gives you all the information and the reasons why he does what he does. Information. Very transparent. Yep. That's very like. open. Boom. Open source, man. Right. So anyway, uh, 855-877-SOIL or code uh, buildasoil.com. Boom, boom, boom. Click it up. Done. Clickety, clickety, clickety. Mention the done deal. Done deal, done deal, done deal. <laughs> exactly. Done and that'll deal. get you a, a deal. A deal of some doneness. Yeah. It'll be done. It'll oh be done. <laughs> It'll be done. Totally. Beating a dead horse. <laughs> the art of the done deal. <laughs> the art of the done deal. Exactly. That's going to be the new book. Mm-hmm. Like Let's that. drop it next like year. That. I should drop it. Yeah, I should drop it. Yeah, so. no, I'm pretty sure. And then we'll, we'll drop that one, and then I'll, I could talk about my book. My book. Then maybe we could talk about mycorrhizals. Of course, because I'll have a book about it. A whole chapter in that book. So... Uh, you can go talk about Michael Rizzo's and talk about Mr. Ba- Mr. Ron Wallace from Wow WallaceWow.com, right? All of he, those are correct. He is the wow. man. He is our guy. Uh, Rhode Island-based, small business, taking care of business, basically. Uh, growing the world's biggest pumpkins. What else can you do? When you're doing that, you have to keep it going. You just can't stop, right? There's no stopping. You're addicted. <laughs> so he's addicted to pumpkins. We're addicted to weed. How big was his last one? 
2068 or something. Maybe a little bigger. 0. 0.57 pounds. Yeah. What was it? 2068 or 0.57? Yeah. Like world record, and the world, and that's the thing. It's all about the world record, and there's like European crews that are just as douchey as uh, the other weed European crews that I know, and then it's a couple of cool European crews that are cool, just like the cool. You know, it's the same thing, same story. And it's all the different styles, the organic and the guys who are not organic, and then the guys who take the mix the two and they take two vines and they get one vine that's organic and one vine that's hydro, and then or uh, yeah, organic and hydro, and then they. Can feed the hydro whatever they want. Like, so pump it up. It was how I grew the 2009 giant pumpkin. Nine? No, I'm, 2000, I'm talking about this year. Was, oh. I, know, I know his biggest one is even bigger, but I'm, I don't know. I just say he, he grew the world's one. first 2000 pound pumpkin. Yeah, that was back then. Oh, but okay. He's got bigger. Well. Bigger. So, anyway, he also grew the biggest uh, gourd or the biggest. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was a gourd or something like that. Something like that. But it was a gourd. Okay. He woke up one day saying that's what he wanted to do. It was a gourd Duncan. Real the biggest gourd. Gourd Duncan. It was a half gourd, half pumpkin or something like that. Or oh, wow. Pumpkin. And then they deep fried it. No, Ooh. I didn't have it. It tastes terrible. Gourd that's the thing is those, a gourd Duncan sounds great, but it's like, <laughs> you're just thinking of a turducken and getting all fucking. <laughs> uh, no. It's uh, all those things are the most unedible, horrible pumpkins ever. But the guy who grows them is not, and he's got cool fucking products and great mycorrhizal products. You go to wallacebot.com, save a done deal, get some mycorrhizal products. Time right now is perfect because it's fucking springtime here at this given moment. Maybe not when you listen to this because you'll be listening to it in the future and be like, it's not the fucking spring, bro. It's fucking winter. It's always a good time to stock <laughs> up, though. It is a good time. This is good. Yeah, it's, no, it's a perfect time to mix it in. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get this. Get let's get the party started now. Yes. There's no more freezing. Freezing's over. It's the second day of spring. I think it is. I mean, you never know. Colorado. Yeah, I think we'll have more snow for sure. Colorado. Let's get more snow. We had so much this year. It's been crazy, but it's good for the. It's good for the you know water table and good for the world and good for all that stuff. So in the long run, even though we have giant fucking slides and bullshit going on and craziness, it's still better than it being fucking dry and barren and horrible and watching everything just die. Drought because drought's really bad. Fire is bad and it's been bad. So that's just having the idea of a drought. Those slides are going to be bad this year, though. It's going to be another whole. Yeah, that's it. There's a whole other new. That's the whole problem with anything nature or mechanical or whatever. Once you fucking break one thing, next thing next to it breaks down, and you just kind of get a you know, repetitive pattern. That's why it's like you just gotta be on somehow you get ahead of it, which I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. I keep seeing like the worst reports ever where it's like, you guys, so 2040. I'm like, what? It's like around the corner. Dude. Wait, 2040? What? Yeah, like just. Registering like less than a certain amount of the, of the um, species on Earth, and et cetera, et cetera, that will make it like 
where we're at the tipping point or the or past that tipping point where it's just like oh shit we're in free fall yeah. mother yeah. nature should have mentioned done deal mm-hmm. <laughs> gotten hooked up wouldn't be in this they issue they would have they right? would have instead she of would instead of way of leaving, it to, leaving it to our sponsors for getting like extra special show which is we're talking almost as much as as bushwick but not really because mm-hmm. we just took us a long time to get going yes and we don't wrap every time so so next sponsor. But we are talking millennium. about as much bullshit so, right so now. Green Farms. One condensed time. His his was just in a, in a much better flow. Yeah. <laughs> much better flow. Um, new Millennium Nutrients. No, new Millennium Nutrients. No, com. we did New Millennium Nutrients. Seeds here. No. No, it's Green Farms. Greenfarms.com. It's Greenfarms.com and the website's up, so we're super stoked because now we can send people to the website without having to go dead. Uh, dead website. Um, and, but Green Farms Co. is, is a totally organic, no-till, uh, great quality cannabis that you can pick up in uh, Colorado Springs if you want to get their shop. And you have a medical card. So it's a limited audience, but you know there's some people out there still. They got a grow shop up in... Uh, and they have a grow shop in Louisville. Yeah. So you can go straight to the shop, buy your own stuff, which is what we suggest, and grow your own. Um, they have all a good amendments. They have their own. Uh, they also have uh, uh, Buffalo is in house, so that's their own product. Using that right now too. Yeah, you are custom mix. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So bam, that was it. In house, in house, bam. Uh, they also have uh, the roster rooster and their roster worms, and they have uh, all sorts of. I think they even have uh, Ron's products and all our sponsors' products from. Uh, Definitely have build a soil stuff in, in their shop. So yes. pretty much as a conglomerate of all the cool stuff that we're talking about on the store. Oh, there's a show at one store, so go check them out. And uh, you go to greenfarms.co. That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, and mention the done deal. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Always mention the done deal, even at the shop that they probably don't know yet, yeah. but whatever, they'll figure it out. They'll be like, oh, shit, oh, what's that? And then we'll have to send them some. Official done deal cards or something. Something. X amount of these and you get those or I don't know. Is that going to be on the back of your business card now? Uh, Mention the done deal. Every, everywhere you go. Our, our suggestion is everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Just, just do try it. it. Like we did as much as we could and then we, without feeling stupid. But sometimes, you know, depends how stupid you feel. If you don't feel, if you feel like you can just be stupid, then you can just say it anywhere. But well, if I'm you, not the stupid one. That's the person that doesn't know what the done deal is. That's yeah. the one who's out of the loop. That's the jackass right <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. So Shoot. if you can play that card right, then it's a good, it's a good, good time anyway. Every time you try, because they definitely want to know what the fuck's going on. But it helps when you have business cards that say Adam's on show, and you leave it there, and you stickers, and you stick their whole place up, and they know forever. Or some Barcelona's tagged up now, I bet. Oh, shit. Yeah, we tagged the shit out of it. Mm. Yes, sir. We did good. Everybody had stickers, their own personal stickers mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, but we have to get some stickers from all our sponsors so we can take those on the next show and then we can work that angle too. So Yes. We're getting this shit together. It's taking us a long time, but we're, we're slowly, slowly. We have a green, see, we have the green screen so we can actually change this all up and do stuff later mm-hmm. for fun if we need to make it more fun and because it, but this one didn't matter because it was all weird and crazy. It's good to get some uh, original old school guys on and try to try to steer the conversation somewhere weed related sometimes. But uh, at the same time, it's good to just let it go wherever the fuck it goes because that's fun. Yeah, it's cool to get their opinion and 
yeah and also see like they're also real smart like when it comes to they all understand like you know, they understand the, the situation they understand yeah. the whole yeah. uh where we need to be which is the most important part and you know uh, like like we hoped for we got lots of good stories and i might even listen to this one this might be the first one of the first shows i ever listened to just to just to hear the stories again because like everybody has to hear it again at least once because probably missed a shitload of stuff yeah. I, I i definitely did yeah. so <laughs> and that's yeah. what's good about these podcasts you can listen to them over and over and over and over again uh seeds here now seeds here now speaking of over and over and over again seeds here now seeds here now i think the website's back up uh they went down for a minute but that's just because they had some crazy um they got the official report it was uh the um, shopify refiguration of the bullshit which they have so many products that it all just turned into a big garbled mess and so they kind of shut their whole thing down because instead of trying to like fix the garbled mess uh, after it get turned worse it was easier just to sort of stop it right where it went where it was like okay we can deal with these orders and then we can just like shut that side down but you could also go to the forum which is forum seeds here now dot com right you know that one? Um, I'm looking, looking right should, now. We should. I should. Josh, are you putting up some blogs? Up yeah, what's there? your deal? I'm, yep. I'm, I'm supposed Dude, to. I've been it is forum.seats. So blogging away? Just I, busy I, blogging? I, I, no, no. I will, oh, be. I will be. I will be. Well, that's the thing is like I talk so much crap on this show that I don't have time to like fill in some fucking thing. So I need somebody who can like be all. Because I guess I'll be like forget about it. I'll be like I got to type more than like four words. Do while you're pooping. Oh, this is a man with really, some ideas over here. You don't really want me doing my. Nah. <laughs> that's not. That's, like, that's coffee time, huh? Should I read yeah. some sales here? Oh, for sure. Speaking of. Oh, still the same time. March Madness sales. They got Compound Genetics, Motel Rebel, Oni Seeds, and Unity Seeds 25% off. Thug Pug, Unknown Profit, Microtech, Keith Sweat. Riot Seeds and Snow High, 20% off. Relentless Swamp Boys, Dominion, Canarado, Crockett, 15% off. Uh, Lucky Dog Seed Company, 10% off. Ethos Genetics, purchase any two packs of Ethos and get one of the distribution's choice for free while supplies last. And don't forget when you're ordering La Plata, mention the done deal. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah, the whole thing. Everything right now, so. All done deal. Well, then you'll be lucky to get one. Yeah. That'll be the done deal. You'll actually get some La Plata. <laughs> it's, a, it's a done deal in general, though. All the time when you fill in the when you fill in the, the thing, you fill in the done deal, and you will have <laughs> you will have a discount, one hundred percent. So James was, would call in to right now. This would be his cue to call in. But our again, our mixer burned out like a piece of shit that it was. Mm. But it's crazy because it was not that. I think it was a year old, maybe two years old. No, it was in peace. Yeah, it wasn't very old. It wasn't even like more than a year old. Maybe think, a year but, and a half at tops. All right, maybe a year. And a half. Probably honestly fix it, but well, it's just got like no juice. Like it just doesn't. It like got it. fried in Europe. Man. Apparently, one twenty doesn't like two twenty. And the and the and the hertz and the power adapter shakes and makes noise. Oh, oh my that's god, a neat, that's a new little addition. Yeah, they're still probably fixing that though. part. Huh? You didn't tell me about that part. Well, it's, it was like that when it was working, still though. Oh, uh, so maybe it just like shorted out because it's like been loosened up and got some oomph to it. Got a little oomph. Because that's the thing is like two twenty definitely will fucking 
blow out some stuff that has like a little kink in it somewhere. Or I mean, something. I can literally put a new power adapter on it with 220, 120, 60, 50 hertz. I can 99% chance I can fix that shit. All right, let's give it to you. We don't have it here, do we? Did you not bring it? No, because I was like, we don't care that thing. For. You did not bring it. Uh oh. We'll see, see each other. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about that. All right, that's good. See, that's what you need. You got like Josh around to like show you that you can not go buy one hundred and fifty nine dollars to the thing. Or how much is it? Like ninety nine bucks, hundred bucks. It's cheap. Yeah, it's it was cheap. It's one of those things that they make it so cheap that you don't even want to true waste that. your time. Yeah, true that. You're like, oh, look, Josh is like, fuck it. He's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, like two hundred bucks. Smash it. Let's smash it. I mean, you got to do something fun with it. That's the thing. Is like, I always think, or or, or just, I mean, I don't know. Art like spray paint it like like stick and make a wall out of it and spray go. paint it all silver or something like that yeah. and just use it as like some background for some fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah, man, it's almost more worth it because then you're like, yeah, I didn't just throw it away. That's the problem with electronics. You, you save them even when they're broken because you're just like so attached to them because you <laughs> spent so much money on them and you'll have a broken down Walkman or a broken down whatever and you'll be like, uh, just maybe one day I'll fucking fix it or I don't know. Yep. And, and I've carried around bags of electronics of old, Oof. like the old fucking uh, big wide plug on the fucking iPhones and stuff. I had like so many accessories at one point yeah. that are so useless right now. And they're like, oh, I had like a VR fucking thing and all sorts of stuff like way before it was like, you know, had like a VR, or it wasn't a VR, but it was like a, uh, screen, you know, a little projector screen thing in, hmm. in a pair of glasses like 10 years ago or something like that. So it was like when the iPhone was somehow, I don't know how it pulled it off, but it did it. <laughs> yeah, like a couple times, like it like barely, but you know, didn't last. A uh, mini disc player, you got one of those probably. I don't oh, have any shit. one of those. What? what? Those are perfect for this kind of stuff too. Mini disc players are perfect for what kind yeah. of shit? For this, Spray paint you on can, the wall. I mean, if you just have it, you can do just low bit rate, but it's still high quality and you can record a lot on one disc. Oh, nah. I would just probably put it on the wall and spray paint it. That'd be way, <laughs> yes. it's like, sounds like a way better idea. Um, but you can go to seedsherenow.com. You can pick get your seeds for that with one, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You can also go to seedaholics.com and check out our other site out, which is their uh like auction site and all their other stuff so you can check out like the last packs lost packs auction packs uh charity packs charities are always 100 percent to the charity and not to seats here now so and then there's the forums at forums.seatsherenow.com exactly and on uh check out on the i put that on the actual thing today so Mm. you saw that somewhere some incredible artwork again slap Mm. together my slap together Uh, i did you didn't even see it. Oh, I'll have no. to check it out when I'm on the <laughs> So, no D money today, unfortunately, but. Still the D money show. Still the D money show. It doesn't matter D-money. so much because it's just it's a still D show. And dollar sign. So, he didn't take up a lot of space. It was okay. He can come whenever he can come. As I knew that it would be like sometimes hard for him to leave. He had some meetings at like a board meeting. Yeah, like at 5 30 or some no. bullshit. So, it's like, yeah, you're not coming. So, um, but we left his name in lights. He's now famous. We had some people like that. Dave Charnick is now famous because he's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some show. Let's talk about that for a few minutes because we still have a few more minutes left. Uh, oh, a few more minutes left. What? Seven twelve. No, we started late. We started late. So late? No way. Oh, us? That is. No I way. am shocked. 
I know you would never think, right? So uh, we got the Amsterdam behind us anyway, still, right? Yes, we do. Oh shit, Amsterdam! It's feeling good. Oh, feeling it's good. Beautiful out there. Oh, it's so nice. The canal oh. on the canal. That, that is that the photo that we took when the first day when we got there. Yeah. Okay, so the first day we get there, we go straight to Soma's house, nice. uh, which is like you know perfect introduction. Uh, we got to do it. Uh, the next day, we got to do an interview, which is cool. Um, we had to. Uh, you know, we, it was one of those things where we got, uh, we, had, we had a lot to do in a short amount of time. So it was obviously like we couldn't, uh, you know, fuck around too much. But at the same time, we did. I think we did as much as we could. And the crew worked good together. So we like, you know, everything went smooth, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the most part, everywhere, like everywhere we went. We didn't have any, no, no major baggage issues, no major, you know. Nothing. We didn't kill each other. That was good. That was hate, nice. Didn't like. Oh, I, I, see, it wasn't like we went with Terry. <laughs> see, that would have been. That would have been a fight. We just got a fight. Mark definitely was struggling to keep on his side of the bed, though. It's like, oh really? Yeah. Close, close quarters for some yeah, nights. So come you know. on, man. Oh, you know, Europe. They put the beds right next to each other. It's, it's kind of it very European. Yeah, definitely very European. Like two twin beds, and you're like, okay, two twin beds where right next to each other. Like, the, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not really the, the same idea. No. But overall, it was a good trip, and uh, Amsterdam was a good, good, like, sort of introduction for these guys because I could talk about what's it, you know, re-explain some of the stories you're showing doing the show. Mark got to go. Those guys got to go to the gray area and check out that, which we're also, like I said earlier, we're going to do that at some point, like a proper one. I mean, we can do that. We could literally, gray area is so small, we could do that on a fucking photo. Send us three photos of it not full if you can, (laughs) if it's possible, because it's not possible because it's always full. That's what someone was saying. They're like, why would you do it at gray gray area? You can fit like 10 people in their tops or something. Tops. We know that. It's always been small. Um, But in general, would be fun. I think we'll just get. I think we'll just get um, them to do a green screen somewhere, and, and uh, mm. we'll do it. We'll do it old school. We'll make the get some photos, and we'll figure it out. We can we can make that work. Um, but then you guys got to go to Katsu also. Uh, I, yep, yeah. that's right. Got the haze. Yeah, Let's got to go to the Katsu. Um, I got to see my friend Al, who works at the Katsu, but he wasn't working at the Katsu, so. I didn't mind. I tried to Dundale Duck, but it didn't work. Didn't work, I know. Because if I was there, it would have worked. But then, yeah, um, yeah. John, John and Oppie don't know it yet. Now they might know it. Yeah. Officially. Because I'm sure if they watched the Soma show and saw how wacky that was, they'll probably want to watch this show. And it's a good follow-up. <laughs> it's a proper follow-up show. So yeah. is the earth flat or round? What was what was the <laughs> outcome? Jo- Josh yeah. actually came on the show today to decide all this for everybody on this oh, final shit. as a final matter. That's what we figured. Oh, so it wasn't like we're oh, no. on here to look good. So uh Josh, what do you think? It's fucking round. It's fucking Agreed. round. Well, Holy I guess shit. that's all the evidence I needed. Holy like, shit. Yeah. That I was mean, like you know, exactly. I'm always interested in like hearing everybody's thoughts and I'll like entertain them for a bit, but yeah. Well, did, did you see that rocket recently that took off that was like kind of kept going up and up and up and you could kind of see then you can really see but then of course it was just easy to, to like say oh it's a lens or whatever you know what I mean it's like so you can see where somebody could think it's a lens because it, as it goes higher it's, it sort of looks like it's a ball lens because it's getting rounder you know what I mean it's like so you don't know it's just a large field of view lens that's it you know but still it's fucking round 
It's fucking rude. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had Soma on with a snake on his head. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't see that? Oh, man, I've been busy, oh, busy, busy. Man. I know. Well, I've been in the jungle excuses. forever. I'm a jungle boy. Yeah. Sorry. It's nice don't, though. Don't listen to my phone. Don't don't answer my phone calls, and you won't go to the jungle. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, right now it's funny because um, I was saying the other day, like everybody, not, not not you because not you included, but at the same time, yes, and you included because we're all doing, you know, some nice nice projects I think out there. And then, but I have like uh, everybody who's worked at my farm and went off and did something is now all of a sudden going to have in the next year it seems like you know it's one of those things where we can see how it works or it doesn't work but uh for the most part everybody's got these really really killer deals like like ridiculous amounts of acreage oh we can't answer can we nope oh, but i love that song we can't answer i know you do no we can't i'm not on the computer what no other computer but, we can, but they wouldn't can. be able to hear us right except on a delay no, it yeah. wouldn't. It wouldn't. Oh, they can't hear us on the radio. Either. No. Uh, yeah, it'd just be on. That would be on a delay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. Cool, doing well. <laughs> <laughs> well, now this is the one moment in time you may want to turn your radio on. So anyway, sorry, sorry, we can't, we can't receive because our computers go yet so strong yet so weak. What is the deal with that? No, no, no. It's our mixer. Oh yeah, our mixer. That's the problem. Computer yeah. can't do it on its own. It needs a mixer, external. Wow, Jesus! So if it ain't one thing, it's the other. Uh, um, so anyway, I went to Soma's. Went there, checked it out. Um, got cats, crystals, cannabis. Yes, cats, crystals, and cannabis. Oh, it's it's all there, bro. And it's snakes. Snakes. Don't forget snakes. That's <laughs> cats, crystals, cannabis, and snakes. So what was what's the deal with the snake on the head? He was wearing it. The entire show on his head, on yeah, his just, like, just like his hair. Yep, sweet. Sort of like the thing. That, yeah, it's like a little like you know, piece. That's cool. Head piece. That's cool. So it was. Uh, you have to feed it too, like. I mean, it, I, think flat things, earth I, think those, I think those things live off of like one rat for like so long or whatever. Oh yeah, true that. You don't feed them very. It's not like snacking. It's not snacking up there too true much. Uh, thank, thank God. Snake drizzle all over your mouth and all over your head and stuff. Gotta so, try to eat that snake though. So anyway, Soma's was fun. Then we went off to um, the bird, my favorite, our favorite, my favorite. Oh, yeah. so that was good. We had a lot of good food. That was the thing. This whole trip was food friendly in the sense that we it was good because I already kind of knew where to go to a few spots, so we didn't have to like fuck around and you know waste our time getting totally you know dutched basically we used to call it getting dutched back in the day in amsterdam because you'd just be like really like oh you got yeah you got dutched you know so it's just a normal thing once you got fucked over the dutch hated when we said it at first but we're like well it's just kind of the truth because you know you'd be like you go there and you'd be like oh it's like five minutes to closing and they check yeah and you'd be like what and they'd be like Nope. And they'd be like, it says six. They'd be like, fine. They'd be like, yeah, yes. It's, oh, they wait until it's, oh, it's six now. You know what I mean? Like, and you'd be like, shit, you assholes. You know? So <clears throat> it, was, it was interesting, though. We got to see the whole construction there and all the shit that went down. They built the whole museum plan. They built the central station. They built all sorts of cool stuff that was under construction for so long that it was like one of those deals where when I first moved there, they started talking about doing <coughs> the, uh, the railway 
they did like a new subway line and it took said it was gonna take eight years and it took 20 years you know what I, mean? and I just left and it like started like maybe five or six years after i left isn't something. that outdated by then no no you know well it just took them so long because the <clears throat> imagine building in holland subway no it's yeah for sure it's like a nightmare yeah. it's like what under the fucking canals and buildings Jeez. and you're just like that's ridiculous so and they had this big machine and it was huge and it would like you'd see it and you'd just be like looking down like oh my yeah, I can't believe it. And that thing just like bored out and lay down concrete and fucking just crazy. Took, but it took yeah, literally like tw- seven times as much as originally planned and four times as long or something. Sure. Yeah, two over two times as long. I know for sure, but it was like I think it was even more like two and a half times as long. Or so it was like overkill uh, project. And then at the end of the day. None of us even used it, even though we we're on the same street. We just took a tram. We we're just like, oh, let's take a tram. And the tram wasn't even that busy, so it wasn't like, you know, I don't know. Well, that, uh, I guess I don't know because I didn't take it, so I'm not sure how how efficient it was. But it was very, you know, in Holland, everything's super efficient. Like the airport was ridiculous. That so was like going to a club or something because had a little crazy white setup, you know, like clean and like those automatic tray things. That sh- 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 yeah. And it was, it was kind of weird, right? No metal detectors. Just all those body scanners. Yeah, that's the thing. They only had body scanners. So I don't go, I don't do the body scanner. You know that. Well, yeah, because your uncle. No, I told you the trick. That's the other trick. So yeah. basically. Your uncle had the same problem. Basically, like your, between your free luggage and if you have to go through the body scanner and you don't want to go through the body scanner, like myself, which a lot of people complain about and say, why don't you want to do it? Like take up too long and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I just decided not to go through it. Never, never have, never will. And so when I get to certain airports, they don't have a fucking metal detector. So I'm like, oh great, this is gonna suck. <clears throat> and then uh, we got to Holland, and you know, whenever I leave Holland, I'm, I'm sure I could have weed on me. You know what I mean? Like there's just a, probably a over seventy five percent chance that I have weed somewhere in some pocket maybe even 100 percent usually and this time even though i tried to like is that you know i wasn't like i had to take any weed home or anything like that i was just like it's cool i lived there long enough i don't really need to take like a gram of weed home or, you know, or something like that i'm definitely not going to take home a bunch because <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense right so anyway the weeds are fucking expensive over there ridiculous so i didn't even want to like someone gave me a little bit and i was like okay that's cool that'll work i don't know and we'll hear for a few days um, but in general, these guys obviously went and indulged in, and they sent them in the right ways. Hopefully, they may have bought some swag too. But it's just like, they, yeah. you know, it's definitely not the days of yesteryear out there. You know, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, eh. it's like, eh. yeah. I had fun. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to me. Oh, the, the vibe is super crazy. Yeah. Super duper crazy. Mm-hmm. And what was I talking about there? I had some story, but I lost it. Story lost. Yeah, it. that one time in Amsterdam. No, was it the one talking time? about the <laughs> one time. security oh. scans? Oh, security scans. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, then those oh, guys. Uncle. Good job. So then the the that's not really a trick. It's just a a suggestion because those guys. Every time I go through, I'm always waiting for them to say, "Wow, why don't you do it?" You know. And if you just say, I don't want to do it because I don't trust it, then they're just like, you're a douche. So what I always do is uh, make up a story because I'm never going to see them again. And who cares? And they work for TSA, so who gives a fuck? 
and I was just like, go, oh, well, you know, uh, my whole family were all police officers and, uh, you know, military. And, and then the kind of guys are like, oh, okay. Because, you know, they want to be military or police, right? So, um, and I say, well, you know, military way back, but now it's just pretty much police. And then they're like, oh, okay, because I, I do have, a, I do have, one, I do have a relative who is a cop, in Massachusetts. And I, he's the older one, definitely retired, and then the youngest one was a state police officer in Rhode Island, and then that one retired, I think, a year ago. So for the longest time, I did have a police officer in my family somewhere, but it was like cousins and uh, that I don't ever, I've never, I haven't seen since I was a kid or whatever. <clears throat> but the uh, story is that that doesn't exist of course <laughs> but the uh my dad who's dead now and he was a junkie so i can make up a story about him he won't it's not a big deal it's not like he, he never made up a fucking story about himself right so i'll use dead i'll use dead dad now because he's already dead so i don't have to worry about making him it's not like holy shit dude you're dead it's like yeah it's my dad because he, he would have probably said the same thing in some stupid hustle weird thing back in the day but i'd say oh my dad was a cop and uh you know and his uh uncle was a cop and you know blah blah blah, blah. i make up some bullshit irish because i'm half irish so that makes sense i'm a dun there's fucking eight thousand cop duns i'm sure out there <laughs> you know especially in new york so it's not like impossible that there's a dun somewhere out there and uh it's about a fucking highway cop anyway. So it's no, no one gets shot. There's no dead. dead no, it's not about a cop who gets killed like that. But it is about a cop who's working as a fucking highway patrolman. And he fucking has that laser tag, the, the laser gun when it first comes out. And he like puts it down on his crotch every time he fucking sits there while he's waiting around. <laughs> oh my and, God. And he gets fucking testicular cancer. Right. And he fucking dies super young, like 50 or something like that. 48, you know, some, some, some dumb young age. Because he started as a cop at 19, and he find you know, it's like, it was like, you know, the, the, the right when they first started using him, super unsafe. Anyway, something along those lines. And then I said, yeah, and then uh, they told him it was safe, you know what I mean? And yeah, so I'm just, sure. like, kind of not really interested in machines that have fucking any kind of, you know, radiation or emit some sort of radio you know radioactive thing and or waves or any kind of any kind of thing that's gonna fuck up something possibly even if it's impossible just rather not right and then they're like okay and by the time they're like usually a little nervous and then i kind of go like yeah as a last line i usually use like you know yeah because you know i'm only going through these things and i walk around it but you gotta like stand next to that shit all yeah, day exactly. you know? and then i'll walk away <laughs> and then i'll be like can't sleep that night just knowing that the guy's all like Oh, that guy fucking creeped me out. <laughs> Holy shit! That's my that's my goal. That's my whole goal on every trip. Tell that story. Can I? T but they never ask you because they're like trained to be douchebags. Mm. That's their whole thing. It's like guy asked me at one of the airports. He goes, "Oh, you don't well, like radiation?" I know because that was uh, yeah. country, but that's the thing. I, don't, I, and I got out. asked. I got asked at um, Heathrow because when we went through Heathrow, I did mm. the same thing. I opted out. They took me to a secondary room, patted me down, asked me what asked. Then they asked me why I didn't do it. <laughs> Had plenty of time to uh, to uh, talk to them, and they were all English, so it made it all super nice. You know, of course, like, so why don't you want to take it, mate? And so I was just like, told them that story, and then they were like, oh, that's uh, great. 
okay, well, here you go. And it wasn't like they were like super tweaked out about it, but at the same time, you know, there was definitely no, no, it didn't, it didn't make them, wasn't like the thing that makes you think like, oh, great. Well, that's a stupid reason why. They were like, that's a pretty good reason why. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, uh, so they respect nice. that. They respect that story. Mm-hmm. I got a sorry about that. Completely made up story. So, anyway, they respect my completely made up story. That's a perfect. That's a win. That's a win. The win of the TSA. Now it's like it is one of those things where you're kind of like, and CC got karate chopped. So there you go. That what? was one. Oh of the, yeah, yeah, she got the old karate. Yeah, the reverse karate chop at the at the. She always opts out too. You know. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And then she went back and kind of bitched out <clears> people like fuck. And then they were just like, whatever, fill out this paperwork. You know, that's Damn. the thing about TSA. They just have no, they don't really have to worry about stuff. Like they do that. Now they now they take their hands across all guys like this backwards with their hands back. And you get certain people who are pretty like, you know, it depends on what you're wearing too. Like you're wearing something that's like, it's like summertime. You're like, got something thin on. They're just like, it's like a speed bump every time. They like speed bump you three times. You're like, how's it going down there? You know, it's like, you're almost like if you were a super asshole, you would just go down there with a huge boner and just like yeah. let him fucking yeah. I'm just not that kind of guy. But at the same time, I could just see somebody be like, yeah, go That's ahead for idea. it. Everybody do it. Boners, boners at the Give me the old done deal. That's the done deal. <laughs> That's the official deal on that one for sure. <clears throat> but anyway, so they're douches. We have, we have uh, achieved that. We know all, we all know, and and that's the thing is that because they work for TSA and they don't give a fuck and they don't understand. I don't really respect it that much. I had it one time though where I was in Chicago on a transfer and I had to go through like a double because sometimes you know how we do that double bullshit where you're like, what? I'm already inside the airport and I gotta go again yeah. for security, and then you're like all mis discombobulated with your shit because you're like putting shit in different pockets and you're like trying to find your stupid tag and we, we, we didn't have our things and we were all lame. <laughs> we had to go back to the second lines and do all that bullshit. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like, for the most part, it's way better than it used to be. Like, as far as like, I can pull off this whole trip with six people, you know, moving in and out, which is pretty good. Like, yeah. off my phone, two in the morning, all fucking in stone. And not fuck it all up. That's pretty good. It's pretty That's good. Huge. Yeah. No one died. We're good. <laughs> no one died. No major diseases. No tickets of no. any sort. No tickets. Not yet. Nice. We'll see. Not we'll yet. See but you know, it happened though. It's pretty funny. Is uh, the money the money that I had for the trip when I got home? Like, because when I got like I think on the way home I was looking at the plane and I was like. Hey, it was like eight hundred bucks in the account or something like that. I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty fucking good good trip." Came home with actual money in my in the account, mm-hmm. and then I woke up this morning and it was like eighty nine bucks. I was like, "Oh, Oof, you sense. motherfucker!" But yeah. at the same time, considering I knew exactly, you know, everything in that account was for that trip, so it wasn't like an account, like it wasn't my main account. Yeah. So I'm not actually at eighty nine bucks. I'm close, but I'm not actually. <laughs> I ate much more than that. I mean, I think my other gotcha. account might have one other number in it, but that's about it. But at the same time, uh, for the most part, it's uh, it was crazy because I was like, oh wow, eighty nine bucks. Considering like we were like, grabbing hotels and doing stupid shit at the end, just like fuck it, yeah. cab ride, cab ride, two double cab rides. Spain is three, surprisingly uh, cheap, though. You know, not Amsterdam, but Spain is for sure. Yeah, Spain is Amsterdam. Definitely not. You're right. Um, there's, uh, but at the same time, it, it really varies so much. There, it's crazy. There's like, 
you know, there is $50 rooms, but they definitely smell like mothballs in their $50 rooms. Uh, we had one of those on the way out. That was crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like okay for one night, but it was definitely like, you know, yeah. it was yeah. near the airport too. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. But it was yeah. like a weird one, a weird off-road kind of bullshit one. But it was all right. It was all yeah. right. It worked for me. Did you, have hey. a bath- did you have a bathroom inside your room? Yes, we did. Oh, nice. Okay, yes, so it wasn't too bad. Yes, it was a decent enough room. It was a bad, it was, st- it was the last room, and it was the stinkiest room, stinkiest bathroom we had. Because that's the thing about Spain. And it was in Catechaeus, actually, where I used to live back in the day for a short time where I had uh, some friends there, and we lived right across from uh, Messi. Which is kind of funny. So, Catechase is like real rich, and then it's also real, it's got like near the airport too, it goes down to the backside of the airport. So, we were obviously on the backside of the airport side, which is not the nicer side. But even the house that we were in over there stank. It had a, uh, like kind of one of those like just old funky sewer smells. Historical and, smells? Historical, historical smells. Yes, very nice. Yeah. America doesn't have that. They just have strip mall smell. And, uh, yeah, we, 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 we're, we're working stench. our way though. We got we got like New Orleans. That's pretty pretty authentic. Oh. It's kind of st- it's, it's starting to get there. You know, there's there. Like, Amsterdam has its own in the summertime, not so much in the wintertime. But it's it's just you, you guys got the vibe of it at least a little bit on the last day. It was kind of a little cloudy ish or whatever. Mm. But yeah. you, you, know, you guys at sun. Oh, we were so lucky, yeah, dude. We had good. three days. We, it said rain, rain, rain. And we were like, oh, classic. And then we got up there and it was like not so bad. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking nice. And then shitty. Not shitty, but like getting kind of like. normal. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, normal. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I said, did I say shitty? I meant normal. You're right. It was like, what? We're just spoiled out here in Colorado. No. It was, I mean, we're, 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 we're definitely more bright even on a shitty day here. Yeah. So that's. I don't know if that's a song, right? Is that a song? Mm-hmm. Even you know, right on a shitty. Well, I don't even if know. it's not, we can make it one. Bam, we're making a song. Uh, but no, it was like one of those deals where uh, I wouldn't have cared if it did rain, but it was a lot better. It didn't. Yes. Because if it did rain, I would have definitely did. been like pissed off and never want to go back. But yeah. at least when it didn't rain, I was like, ah, it's kind of nice, but not really. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it's still like lost its fucking. Sparkle, yeah. which I that I liked at least. I mean, I'm sure somebody loves it. They go over there for the first time. They're like, "What? This place is great." But I was like already over it pretty fast. And like, okay, I'll probably go back in three more years or something like that and check it out. Maybe I won't do quite seven. You know, seven was a long time. Are a lot of the shops closed down now too? Yeah, or changed C- compared hands. to like because that last time I was oh. in Amsterdam was like 2009, and then yeah, it was just no, was every definitely, block. No, there's definitely less shops, less shops, and not happy people working at the shops as far as even the owners and stuff all kind of pissed off and grumpy and just like they kind of always were but before they were for just the, the old-fashioned dutch reasons and then mm. now they are because of international global reasons you know what i mean yeah, they're, like, they're globally yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah. now instead of just like locally like eh, like before it was like grumpy about the weather or some bullshit which you got to be because it was shitty weather all the time but at the same time now the weather's gotten like last year was record temperature dude it was fucking the hottest i mean wow. it's not just good weather but it was hottest temp- hottest fucking recorded thing ever in the last wow. you know 30 years or whatever so it was like 100 over 100 degrees for 30 days in a row what? or something like that in holland yeah so people just fucking like lost their minds this year as far as like what like there you go there's some global warming like in a fucking nutshell uh-huh. but it also made it like uh 
you know, unbearable for a lot because those places are fucking not ventilated well. No, so hot, like 80, even, 90% humidity. You can't even dip in the canal to, to get Ooh, cool. You wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like the shitty part. You're around a whole bunch of water and you're like, can't even take a dip. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's like one of those things where it's like the, uh, it's like the, uh, I've seen, I've had actually seen people swimming in the canal in the center of the town too where i was just like holy shit you know but like obviously drunk people yes yeah. but i saw some people that were like doing it as a contest and i was like couldn't believe it that's when i first got there uh that's when i first got there and i was kind of like no way but it was also a little bit just a little bit out of time it was like like well as we drove out we moved by, by my, la- my old house and i said oh there's my old house you know it was in that area, which is uh, the Rice Locata, which is kind of outside of town a little bit. And it's I'm in nice the very though. ring roadish part, like at the not ring road, actual ring road, but like kind of the outer ring. Um, and yeah, people swimming right there, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" And Gross. I'm sure they got some serious bacteria going on there. But yeah, you don't want to eat the fish there, that's for sure. And I've seen people. Uh, but a lot of people swim on the outside of the town, and there's, there's, you know, Dutch are Dutch are very resilient. That's for sure. They'll fucking they'll take they'll take it on any time. Uh, what happened? Was coming from? That was you. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Oh man, rocking us out. Crazy, yeah. crazy. We should bring the theremin over here. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, the theremin in here. You are loving it. Dude. <laughs> I, I don't think we out. can. Like, I don't think we can like pierce everyone's ears with the theremin right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. Theremin solo, dude. <laughs> theremin all up in here. But we we could we could bust it out on one show soon. So, uh, shout outs. You want to do Josh? Yeah, any shout outs. Yeah, for sure. Shout uh, out, man. It's the whole Bloom County crew. Blue Bloom County. Snack Pack Extracts. Snack Pack Extracts. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. And just all the La Plata crew, too. Pretty much. The crew. Just the basic. Where can we find you online? At all? I mean, everyone knows pretty much. Oh, okay, I mean, cool. Yeah, don't, right. even, don't even say it. Yeah, no, you can. Sweet. He's like Marshmallow Head or whatever. You've seen that guy? What? Some DJ Marshmallow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That is he ridiculous. Just, yeah. Yeah, he's that, but today he just forgot to wear his Yeah, in Southern California. I don't know what guy he is, though. We're not going to tell you who I am, though. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I have a whole new, whole new thing. I'm here, but I'm really another guy, but you can't see what I am. So, therefore, I'm always a disguise, bro, because you actually don't know Is that the I cap? Am. Are you talking about yeah, cap Yeah, that's my new thing. I made up a new thing right now. So, I don't have to wear this stupid fucking thing all the time. That's the problem. Imagine wearing, imagine like if you said, I am fucking light box head, right? And you had to wear that light box on your <laughs> head all the time because you said it one time all fucked up and somebody's started paying you and you just became that guy that would be horrible right you'd be so sick of yourself after so you'd be like oh my god I can't believe I'm pouring myself out as the light box head right <laughs> but if you say that you are a certain character and you make it all cool but people can't see it and they don't know what it exactly looks like <laughs> and you just pretend and then you just don't have to wear the damn thing and somehow convince them then you're a genius you know what I mean <laughs> you're like dude everyone believes me I don't know it's like it's like the emperor wears no clothes, but reversed. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Super high. All right, tell me what you got, Kyle. What do you mean? What I got? I don't know. Shout out to Crested Butte and all the fucking uh, hotties sh- or what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always shout goes out to them, you know. Yeah, somebody like seeing that. you all later. I'll be uh, seeing <laughs> you all later. <laughs> <laughs> Closing time. Yeah, you already know. Uh, but no, shout goes out to the. Uh, 
to the European vacation. Oh, you shit. and CC take us out there, and Josh and Bob and Mark. That was a fun time. We had a blast. Yes, it was a good time gonna, checking gonna, out the park, wandering around the city. I mean, that was. We're gonna. Uh, oh, you killer. should. Oh, do you have that photo? Yeah, did CC share that photo with you? Can you throw that up? Which uh, one? Sticker wall thing. We can throw that up as a background today. Sticker wall thing. Sticker wall thing. We did on the plane. Remember, I, remember, I banged together that little. She didn't send it to me. What? No. All right, so I'll have to do that. I'll send it right now. Someone's gonna get fired. No, I thought we just. Oh no, because you don't have a thingy majigger. That's the problem. That's oh, my yeah, thing. Is yeah. I don't have a thingy majigger. Uh, yeah. I I did Illuminar not? Uh, did they not buy a thingy majigger? Yeah, this <laughs> laptop didn't come with a thingy majigger. Uh, shit. Yeah. So All right. the one upgrade. <laughs> we should have Hold done. on. Oh, I didn't see that either. No, because you were sleeping or something like that. I was definitely sleeping. You, you bet your ass I was. Okay, Mr. Sleeps a lot. Yeah, I might have slept a little bit during the show, too. Did you? Well, you know, that count, that, that chair was pretty comfortable. That's clearly the boss's chair. Yeah. Put my head back for two seconds. Right, so now I got to actually put my glasses back on. I managed to not lose my glasses the whole trip, too. I dropped them so many times because every time I... You broke them you first broke thing. those ones. Oh, it was like I the didn't. first thing you did was break them. Oh, no, them. that's true. I broke the thing at first. You're right. All right, that's what I was doing. See, I was looking at the completely wrong thing because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so here, I'll just send this up, and we can use this as our as our breakaway. Oh, and shout goes out to Treasure. Yeah, well, that was Ooh. obviously. Talk it up. Talk about it. Talk about all the things. It was an awesome club. Mm-hmm. Sweet artwork. Ooh, it was at Gallo and London Police. That was... Uh, all right, so you're going to get it any second after... Technology, technology's happening right now. Yeah, see, this is the thing. I, I don't like. I don't even like these waves. The wavelengths in those fucking machines are like off this chart. They're not even. Yeah, and room. you keep that shit in your pocket, man. Oh, I know, man. And I'm already you, di- your uncle. He died from that. Your dad. Dad. Sorry. Pardon no, my, my dad. My dad. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> uncle doesn't. Like, I can't keep track of all this. You have BS. to say dad because if you say uncle, it's just like oh, all right, whatever. But if you say dad, you're like oh, dude, sorry, bro. It's just automatic. You can, yeah, you can, you can get away with the uncle shit. Yeah. You can just be like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, they're not going to argue with you about it. No. no. Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. Are we up? So all shout right. goes out to all the guests shout, that joined. Yeah, and shout out goes out to all the people who went on the shows Ed, the last couple of days, Bobby too. Black, in April. this exact room behind us right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's behind us or not. not but if it is when it does, and it is, and it's not, but it is when it is, and it comes, and you can look, it's the actual door that we did the show behind. So the show kicked ass. We did it with uh, we had Ed Rosenthal. We had uh, Danny Danko. We had Bobby Black. Bobby April Black, Black. April Black. Star Street event. Two different other days. We had another day with other people. We had we had also Noel. Noel was on there. We had um, also at the we had Peter. Uh, yes, we had Nikati. Uh huh. Chloe. Uh, yes. Uh, All the girls. We had Maya from Whoopi Crystal. Maya. Damn. And, uh, yes, it was a big star-studded mm-hmm. event. Two days yeah. in a row, back to back, like fucking clockwork. Like we were like military operation, just doing it, keeping it going. Somehow, magically, I don't know, through chemicals. Somehow, through chemicals, <laughs> we just managed to keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> the power of chemicals. Uh, no, it was good. Yep. Dupont, uh, better living through chemistry. No, it wasn't those kind of chemicals at all. It was those killer ones and then uh yeah had those uh had a good had a good walk in the park had a little uh that was cool in the park to go had a good time uh in amsterdam had a good time in spain 
managed to not lose all our bags. So it was a hundred percent success. Computer still working. Mixer's dead. You know, a couple things that went along the show way. Show still went on though without the mixer. The show went on. We killed it. We did use yeah. that, and we I brought that Zoom just in case, thinking like I'll never use it, and I was going to be dragging that shit around forever. And oh. somehow it became useful, which is always a great. It's always nice when you like actually bring some bullshit that you're just so bummed about, and then it becomes like the key to the fucking world. And like, you're like yes, I am so glad I dragged this shit all around. But a lot of times it's the opposite. You drag shit all around, and you fucking never use it, and you're so pissed. You just fucking biggest waste of space and time and energy. I've had that for so many other products I bought where I'm like, ah, I'll never use it. So, anyway. Uh, shout out to Cece, beautiful wife. We had a great trip with her. That was also killer. It was just like the, got to go to all the places we had been before and get to new places. That's important. Uh, Treasure is up behind us, right? Yeah, we got the, the door. The door. The door. Oh, man. And all the stickers, see those stickers? Those are like not actual stickers, obviously, because it's all Photoshop, bro. Not all of them. No, just a big one. A couple big ones are in there. Mm. But that was the funny thing is that I was hoping Petey would see it and freak out and, and run in the back and look at the door and make sure. <laughs> think that we, they fucking stick in my door, mate. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, so we selectively stuck on the door. We did not leave it in this much of a mess. But right, right, right. in general, killer place, done deal. Uh, didn't we have any somewhere else around there with a done deal? Wasn't there another Spanish done deal or no? Just no, just well, the uh, try the restaurants and try the other. Uh, oh yeah, try clubs. try the uh, what's the place you guys went to? We went to twice now. Oh, Panorama. There you go. Yeah, go with there. the racist. Go to, go to the cartoons. I went there once. You went there twice. Racist cartoons on the big screen. Twenty-four-seven, bro. Oh, <laughs> all you want, all, all you cartoons want cartoons they don't show anymore. All you want racist well, cartoons. It was funny because we sat down and I was like, "Oh, it's Looney Tunes," and then I, my mind was like, "Oh yeah, they're all racist or whatever." And then every time I looked over, it was something that was like even more fucked up than the last thing I saw before it. Jeez. Yeah, it was, it was like, wow, I can't remember them being that that racist. Crazy, that, yeah. They hit every fucking genre, everything. They had Jews and hit and Hitler. They had you know every, everything. It was like. Crazy. Like oh this is totally not acceptable. Indians, you know, Asians disrespected everybody pretty much. Uh, not not everybody. They were pretty respectful to the white people. Uh, well, they <laughs> were <definitely> super <laughs> respectful to the no, whites. They got like the deep south type. type okay, they did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, they got the dumb hick. Yeah. Anyway, it was really bad, and it was like running, and we were like, of course, all like mesmerized, like. I remember watching that. But then we were like, yeah, I remember that. Oh, and I remember that. And I remember that. It's like, oh, yeah, we watched all this shit. So we've been programmed with all this crazy racist shit as children on cartoons, which is kind of like, and then you watch the cartoons now, and they're even faster and more. They're not the racist, more racist, but they could be. Like, in the long run, you never know. You're just like, oh, shit. I think there's a lot of hidden, more hidden sex stuff than anything. Else. Yeah. Especially the Japanese ones that cannot not be addicted oh, to. Oh, for it. sure. There's no way there's not giant penises coming yeah. into the picture somewhere down the road where you're like, oh, my God, that's a giant penis. No kidding, man. What you think? <laughs> because, yeah, they, they don't quite have that other edge, but they definitely have that edge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And on that note, also, uh, and <laughs> shout out. How did Nick? It was Nick Pump see ya? Oh, of course. Don't forget about Nick. I was going to say right there. Shout out to my little Nick, of course. Uh, no, he was definitely stoked. He, was, he basically told the 
because we had two babysitters. We had our friend Melanie in the first part, and she killed it. And then uh, we had Leanne, and she killed it also. She crushed, she crashed my car a little bit, but Oof. it's okay. She didn't crash it too bad. It's a little dinger. Yeah, it was one of those deals where it's like, uh, what? That wasn't there. I thought that was there the whole no, time. What are you talking about? No, no, no. She told me. Oh, not a fucking dent right there. She told me the story. She basically the thing about it that was kind of like one of those deals where it's like, yeah, I probably would have done the same thing. So I just said fuck it. So she basically like was picking him up to school, and then she like turned the corner and on Broadway. When you turn on to Broadway from uh, this one corner, that's like really shitty because the traffic just starts to go. Uh, double in this one oh, area. down south. Uh, no, over by like uh, 19th or 20th or something mm-hmm. like that. There's 20th Street where mm-hmm. it just drops down and it's like all of a sudden you turn the corner and people don't know what to do and so this lady like kind of came in on her, on, our, on the right side of my truck and there's all red paint on the side of my truck now Oof. and yeah. red goes I, well with gray apparently according to to, oh, my, right. to my mom's friend who was babysitting she said well the other lady's car was really fucked up so basically i somehow just sent a talk to her i just like drove away basically and said later like whatever like it's all good and like we're good and he she you know okay we're good so i'm like oh really so that'll be interesting to see what her husband thought when she drove home so she said the doors were both both kind of dented. I don't know. So it sounded, sounded terrible. So I was like, okay, we'll see how that plays out. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. But I like to say, I, again, like just because people's insurance goes up so much when you get, when you claim your accident, so it's not even almost worth, you like permanently don't want to do it unless it's really worth it. You know what I mean? And, but she totally hit, apparently this lady just like drove right in. And the guy from the shop came out and said, hey lady, she, she totally just hit you. And I was like, well, why did you just, yeah, you should have now you could have got a truck man, at this point. Shit. Damn. Oh, well, such is life. But the kid's alive and the trip was great. And the guys got to go see a lot of shit and we had good shows. So watch those shows. Uh, watch us next week. I think we're pretty much done. And peace out to all the sponsors. Thanks, guys. Peace. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic check on the record album. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of the smoke of natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it hands bread. And some people call it ganja.